0: Hey audio listeners, this is PJ Williams from Conspiracy Pilled, and as you know, Conspiracy Pilled is part of Hawkhound Media, which includes other great shows like Overruled and Crime Land with Z and Lit with Jess Holmes, and we decided we wanted to get together once a month to do a roundtable to talk about conspiracies, true crime, literature, and the culture at large, so welcome to the first episode, the Friday the 13th special of The Dogpile. Hope you enjoy it. Right. Welcome, everyone, to The Dog Pile, where all the hosts of Hawkon Media get together once a month for a hopefully entertaining and informative discussion on conspiracy, crime, literature, and the culture at large. Or, more likely, where three women gang up on me and tell me to stop talking about the Raelians and Project... Shut Williams. up, PJ!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm your host, PJ Williams, the creator of Hawkon Media, and that... and that. Bleh, 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 bleh. I got distracted by... Abby Great over
2: start, here. PJ. What are you doing? <laughs> now,
0: Classic. I'm railing my perfectly written <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm the host i'm your host pj williams the creator of hawk on media that brings you such great podcasts it's overruled lit and that one conspiracy one uh joining me today is jess from lit how's it going and good how are you good i'm doing good uh we also have katie zed from overruled
2: hello everybody good to be here
0: and we have abby so let's uh move on from <laughs> <laughs> Today is Friday the 13th, which I thought couldn't we couldn't find a better day to start a new podcast. Uh, we're going to have more on that later, but I first want to get to our newest member of Hawkhound, the newest show that just launched this week, Jess Holmes and Lit. Jess, how's it going today?
3: Uh, pretty good. I'm super excited to be here, super excited to be part of the Hawkhound team, uh, and very excited about my new show, Lit.
0: Yeah. Do you want to tell people a little bit about it?
3: Yeah, so it's the podcast where we read real books and we're not afraid to have spicy takes. Our first episode was about the book Red Rising by Pierce Brown. PJ joined me for that awesome inaugural episode, and we got into it. Um, We try and do the first few minutes without spoilers, but it's really hard when you want to talk about real content and real books. And uh, we like to make the connection back to the culture. And speaking of the connection... Back to the culture, not even a day after that first episode, in the news, we get Helium Helium. 3, which was a huge part of Red Rising.
0: I found that funny because I thought when we had our conversation that Helium 3 was entirely just made up for the story. And then you, uh, being a science nerd, kind of informed all of us on that. And there's, there's a trend going on here. Where it seems like every time on our podcast with those conspiracy pill, they're overruled or lit. Now we talk about something that just like happens to be in the news like the next day. So you really
3: got something here, having (laughs) all of us here. I don't know what it is. It is kind (laughs) of spooky. Our new Friday the Uh, thirteenth suspicion.
0: So what what is it with helium-3? What did they find? I know you were reading this article from The Hill. I didn't mean to cut you off, but...
3: Yeah, no, you're good. Um, Just a little background on helium-3. It's an isotope of helium. It is one of the few stable isotopes that has more protons than neutrons. And there's been a lot of research into it about using it as a fuel source. So uh, late December of 2022, the Lawrence Livermore Breakthrough showed just how stable that nuclear reaction was and so there's talk of sending people to the moon which is the largest deposit of helium-3 to mine for helium-3 and take it back to earth to use as a fuel source this is literally the plot of red rising
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that we're going to that uh what was it saying they were going to beat china to the moon for the first time
3: yep yeah, I can't
1: wait
2: till we go to the moon for the first time.
0: I gotta find this article because, I, yeah, exactly,
2: Abby. <laughs> That's Same. what I've been thinking this whole time.
0: We <laughs> I mean, finally get to the moon. I saw this article. NASA chief says U.S. will beat China in race to the moon. Oh Oops. man! You know
1: Thanks. what? You said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> yeah. My my new conspiracy theory is that we actually went, but no one believes it anymore. So we think we're going for the first time, and then we're just gonna re- rehearse it all over again. See something we're not supposed to. Have to fake the footage. The cycle is gonna
0: continue. <laughs> <laughs> we went, and then NASA told their own employees it was fake because they didn't want them to know it was actually on the moon.
2: Yes, so. <laughs> yeah. I heard it was just cheese. It was made of cheese, the whole yeah. moon. Yeah. yeah,
0: I heard that somewhere. Very credible source, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you guys believe in the moon? only Uh, if it's made of cheese
0: (laughs) made of cheese for sure i don't know it's just it's so funny the whole helium three thing and that literally is the plot to red rising literally
3: is the plot so in a thousand years we're going to be living in the society we're all going to be bioengineered ranked by colors it's gonna be great
0: you know it's it's kind of scary because that doesn't sound that far off
3: right what what color would
0: we be Yeah, that's a good question. What color would everybody here be? I'd be a red because of my red beard.
3: Yeah, technically my heritage is Irish-Scottish, so I would probably be a red. I'm just really white.
0: Abby's a fed, so she'd be like a gray or something.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: Yeah.
2: I'm of German descent. I don't know what that means. He's a gold.
0: (laughs) So you'd be a gold. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. So, <laughs> again, we mentioned that today's Friday the 13th, and Katie Zed actually had some interesting history on that for us. Where does oh. Friday, like, where does the whole superstition come from?
2: Well, the people have a fear of Friday the 13th, and I'm going to pronounce it. I'm going to try to pronounce it. I believe in you, Tris- <laughs> Triskaidekaphobia. So it's basically three plus ten phobia. Tristadecophobia. Um, and the I mean, where, really
0: do you have Tristadecophobia? Is this a thing?
2: I don't, <laughs> <laughs> please,
1: I please continue. That, it might be something different than I'm thinking of.
0: Go ahead, Katie, just ignore what um, like I do.
2: All right, so uh, the number 12 has always been considered to be like a perfect number because mm-hmm. of the 12 Jewish tribes, the 12 apostles, 12 gods of Olympus, um, in Greek. Uh, Origin. It's like all of these different um, cultures have 12 as the perfect number. The 12 sons of Odin in the Viking um, culture, 12 stages of life in Buddhism, uh, 12 Chinese signs of the Zodiac, 12 months in a year. So adding something to a 12 makes it unlucky. So people were afraid of the number 13. And then the reason why Friday gets involved with this is... um, because in Roman times, their executions were always on Fridays, including the most famous execution in Roman times, which is Jesus Christ, uh, was on a Friday. Good, We call it Good Friday now. Uh, but it's kind of a combination of two phobias. So that's why Friday the 13th is considered bad luck. And people really bought into this because in buildings, you'll notice there's not a 13th floor. A lot of times addresses will skip the number thirteen. Uh, If you have addresses that are low like that. So it's just sort of been spooky ever since. Um, But it does come from a long history of many different cultures having 12 as their perfect number.
3: I guess they don't like a baker's dozen. (laughs) I prefer a baker's dozen. For
0: sure. (laughs) Then it's lucky. You get an extra I can set out a good day.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: So uh, Friday the 13th does have some freaky things that have happened on it. I found a few different articles that listed kind of weird things that have happened. I'm not going to go through all of them, but a few of these stood out to me that I thought would be really fun to talk about. And the first one stood out to me because I know me and Katie have talked about uh, Darwin awards before. And this one actually was one of the Darwin awards that we had talked about on one podcast at one point. And uh, I just, I didn't know back then it was Friday the 13th. So this is, uh, a daredevil's death leap. This comes from livescience.com. This is number 1 on the list. It says perhaps Friday the 13th wasn't the best day to start uh stage a leap into New York's Genesee River, but then again concern over the date may never have occurred to Sam Patch or early da- uh an early daredevil who made his name by jumping off cliffs near Niagara Falls. If that's your claim to fame, like at some point something is going to go wrong. I don't think you need to Yeah, no look, Houdini. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, a child mill worker, Patch, would get an adrenaline rush by leaping off of mill dams. A talent he eventually spun. I love how talent's a little generous, but <laughs> he eventually spun into public stunt shows for cash. The Niagara leap made him a national name. Less than a month later, however, Patch arrived in Rochester, half drunk. According to Sam Patch, the famous jumper. Uh, by Paul E. Johnson. Some 10,000 people gathered to watch Patch Leap from the Genesee Falls on Friday, November 13th, 1829. What happened next is lost in history, but an 1883 article in the New York Times reported that Patch did not retain the position while descending uh, or strike the water as he did on the former occasion when he had previously made a similar jump. Whatever occurred, Friday the 13th Leap was Patch's last. I think if your name Patch, you show up half drunk to jump right. off of stuff. you know however many years he got on this earth was probably a few more than anyone would have expected
1: yeah the only thing that creeps me out about the number 13 is people who take it as an evil thing and then make it their whole personality then I get creeped out by it
0: yeah yeah that is a little weird like
1: Taylor Swift
0: <laughs> <laughs> well she she's taken uh, a lot more than just that I'm pretty sure she's what is it? What is it? Uh, a, a clone or something?
1: Yeah, she's like the clone of the satanic priestess or something, I don't know. We got to we got to do an episode on that.
0: We do. Yeah. We do. She she's creepy. Yeah.
2: One of the things that I read when researching this though is that unlike oh a full a full moon, um Friday the 13th doesn't have an extraordinary number of like emergency room visits and like bad things happening necessarily. So yeah, I'm sure fight. we can find we can find many things that happened on a Friday the 13th, but I think it's just coincidence. No need to be afraid, people. Is what we're saying. Or but I
1: should. The statistics <laughs> do show that a full moon. John John gets so many crazy mm-hmm. calls on full moons.
2: Yeah, yeah. Anybody who I've known who was a first responder, fire, police, ambulance, that they all say like full moons, watch out. <laughs>
0: There's also this thing they say that every Friday the 13th that the economy uh, declines because people are so afraid to go out and spend money. So if you guys want to break that trend, you guys can actually go to our new merch shop that we (laughs) started this week.
2: Um, Oh man! um, Break
0: first. (laughs) TalkOnMedia.myshopify.com. There is all kinds of good stuff from from uh, conspiracy pilled, from lit, crime land, and overruled. Like, uh, show them
2: that overruled coffee mug. That is legit. I, yeah, that I is that.
3: awesome coffee
2: oh, mug. Let
0: me go over, yeah. There's tabs at the top so you can click on overruled. Yeah. And I love this coffee mug.
2: I do too. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was really neat, isn't it?
2: Yeah. It's like yeah. the perfect coffee mug.
0: Yes. <laughs> we, we ended up switching recently our, our merch uh, provider because they ha- just we have so many more options now, like even bookmarks for, yes. for which I thought was pretty interesting. And uh, we're dog
3: earing those pages.
0: Yeah, no more not hearing those pages, you you heathen bastards.
3: <laughs> Speaking of
2: merch, I noticed you all have the merch on right now. Very nice.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got... Uh...
2: Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I just grabbed what was clean.
0: It <laughs> just happened to be the surveillance bird t-shirt. I liked it.
1: Yeah. That, uh, it's a conspiracy that that one is always clean.
0: Mm. <laughs> Abby's just talking right now because she hasn't showered in a week so uh. okay.
1: that's not what I said I said I lifted weights and I was sweating and then I didn't have time to shower before the stream and no one can smell me so
0: <laughs> now you all know in your head that <sighs> Abby so you smells
1: Abby smell right, smell right
0: now her. just
2: think about that every time she says <laughs> something well, every time you look at
0: her <laughs>
3: I mean it's time to get a new <laughs> <co-host>. <laughs> All
0: right, moving on, moving on. So <laughs> there were some other unlucky things that have happened. Obviously, there was the Black Friday fires, the Buckingham Palace was bombed, there was Kansas floods. Uh but one thing that stuck out to me, talking about um Z with overruled and crime land and all this stuff, there's a murder that went on un- that went ignored and became famous on friday the 13th and i don't think when we were talking before the show you said you hadn't heard of this one so i'll read it to you. maybe it'll maybe it'll click uh maybe you have heard of it uh so it says let me pull this up again um on new york's most brutal and notorious murder uh, or one of new york's most brutal and notorious murders occurred on friday the 13th on march 13th 1964 bar manager kitty genovese was oh yeah,
2: I know this. I know this one.
0: Oh yeah, I thought, God, shut up, PJ. PJ. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: yeah. know her.
0: Yeah, yeah, you she say. got. She
2: dead <laughs> She's super dead. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> she was stabbed and raped by a stranger, Winston Mosley. The attack took more than a half hour, and an early New York Times article reported that 38 people witnessed the attack and failed to call the police. The tragic case became a staple in psychology classes as a way to illustrate the bystander effect or the Kitty Kitty Genovese syndrome, which occurs when people fail to act in a situation because they assume someone else will step in. The story appears to be more complicated. However, subsequent journalist investigations revealed that this initial article inflated the number of witnesses. I actually thought this part was interesting because this is a lot of what Katie Z does. It's like, hey, there's a lot of reporting here. (laughs)
2: Hey, the media's is lying. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> revealed that the initial article inflated the number of witnesses and the number of attacks uh, and that it mistakenly claimed that Genovese was already dead by the time the amb- ambulances had arrived. Several witnesses did see parts of the attack and turned away, but most only saw snippets and did not understand the gravity of the situation or intervene, albeit not quick enough to save Genovese's life. And what's interesting about this is this is where 911 came from. The whole idea of creating a three-digit hotline to call the police and ambulance actually happened because of this murder.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it turns out, I I do know this case. You said, do you know where 911 comes from? And I said no, but I didn't know it was that case. I'm very familiar with that case. But where they got that snippet of information is one person was interviewed by one newspaper, and he said, I saw what was happening, and I thought somebody else would call because... I saw a lot of people looking out their windows and seeing it. So he went back to bed because he had to get up early in the morning. He's like, somebody else will call. So one person that that had the bystander effect, not 38.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, the bystander effect is a real thing. I think we've all witnessed it. But yeah, the the inflated numbers. The media is media's not good at... Uh, <laughs>
2: But simply knowing about this case, I think helps. Just like the case that I covered, was it last two weeks ago, with the following, like being compliant to something you know is wrong. Right, right. Um, if you know about those situations, you're more likely to not be that person who ignores, you know, somebody being attacked or something you see wrong is going on. You'll, you know, be the tattletale or whatever.
3: <laughs> right. And how you explain new york that these types of things happen every day and no one does a thing
2: um i explain it by just saying new yorkers that's why
3: oh okay <laughs> <laughs> those yankees
2: <laughs> yeah. they're kind,
0: they they, the they kind of known for that though aren't they like just like well, turning a turning a blind eye to time
2: really any city the same thing could be said about atlanta or chicago that's or true. dallas anywhere they just think that there's so many people around somebody else will call right And I don't want to get involved. I don't want to have my name on the report. I don't want to have to go testify. I don't need that in my life. I got too much going on.
0: Yeah. Uh, So let's see. We've got one more. This actually relates to conspiracy pilled. Uh, Another thing that happened on Friday the 13th uh, was Tupac Shakur had died. (laughs) So it says Friday, September 13th was a tragic day for hip hop when rapper Tupac Shakur died of gunshot injuries in a Las Vegas hospital. Shakur had been injured on September 7th in a still unsolved drive-by shooting and died from those injuries on Friday the 13th. Theories on the ultimate motive for the murder quickly uh, proliferated business disputes, personal feuds, gang violence, some diehard conspiracy theorists refuse to believe that Shakur really died and insist that he is still alive somewhere in hiding. Have you guys ever looked into the whole Tupac conspiracy?
2: Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't say he suicided himself. Like, I'm really surprised. (laughs) Like, he shot himself nine times. I don't know if it was nine, but it was more than once.
0: (laughs) Right. It's been a minute since I did... I did an episode on this a few years ago, so it's been a minute. And having looked into so many different conspiracies, like some of them, you just... You learn all the information, then you kind of forget it. So I don't remember. I just remember thinking it was at least pretty plausible. Yeah. Like There was some weird stuff. Like, he was the body was like three inches shorter than he was mm, like that doesn't happen. and stuff like that. So there's was like some he, weird maybe stuff. He
2: was wearing lifts his whole life.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Maybe
2: I was always more of a biggie fan. So whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Tupac>. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Abby? You think Tupac's still alive? Is he kicking it with, with Biggie and Elvis and uh, the Bahamas or something?
1: There's definitely something weird about it all. I don't, I don't know.
0: I will say this like the Elvis one is interesting, but I think the Tupac one is more convincing than the Elvis still being. Alive. I
2: just remember as a child, like thinking that it was fact that Elvis lived in a Burger King in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Like, I just remember thinking that that was true. I'm um, from something, right. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I was gonna say, if you would have said like he lives in a retirement home, I would have been like, oh, you probably saw Bubba Hotep.
2: I, no, I don't know where it's from, but. Burger King in Kalamazoo King is what Cal- I heard. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: yeah, I have this image of him being on a beach somewhere eating peanut butter and banana sandwiches. I feel like that's from a cartoon <laughs> I saw when I was a kid.
0: What? Well, is that That was what he was eating, right? When he
3: yeah. supposedly
0: died? like It was just like peanut butter, banana sandwiches, was, and lots of drugs.
3: I thought he was pooping. <laughs> <when he> I <died. laughs> thought too. Something about the peanut butter and banana sandwich makes the ecstasy go down Weird.
0: better. I thought there was some other weird ingredient in it that made it like stand out. Because like, Is that real? Yeah. What is that?
2: What, what oh, was God. the drug that let Jackson
0: died of? Yeah. I've had really good luck with the fact checkers over on Instagram. Lately. <laughs> you know what? I have to say we beat the fact checkers. If you guys are following Conspiracy Pill on Instagram, you guys are awesome because our most fact checked video on Instagram has 500,000 views on Instagram and you can't see the video without clicking through like three things saying yeah no I realize that you say this is fake but I want to see it anyway so it's kind of funny they, they lost it's my point uh, did, you, did you get that fact check for us Jess
3: so far all I have is peanut butter and banana
0: are we okay is this a Mandela effect Abby because I know I for a swear fact it had mayo really in weird it. ingredient because I'm like peanut butter and banana sandwiches are normal. It is okay.
3: Does the Elvis sandwich have mayonnaise? Instructions: Heat a cast iron pan over medium heat. Spread a tablespoon of mayonnaise on one side of each piece of bread, oh, and then fry oh. it.
2: Well, <laughs> here's the thing: is because I do that when I'm making grilled cheese, is instead of putting butter on the bread, I put mayonnaise because it it cooks more. Even. But that's
3: for grilled cheese,
2: not. Peanut butter and banana sandwich. But I could see making a hot peanut butter and banana sandwich using mayonnaise as the oil, oh, as the butter. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Okay, That's maybe it's not so weird if you, when you put it like actually that.
2: Actually, sounds I delicious. Have a confession.
1: <laughs> oh, oh,
0: here we go.
1: <laughs> when I was a kid growing up in Africa, so admittedly, it was the mayonnaise and the peanut butter were a little bit different. The peanut butter was very like a lot more raw. Of a type of peanut butter, but I really like them together.
0: Like just mayonnaise and peanut butter.
1: Yeah, on a sandwich.
0: What does it taste like mixed together? Because I've heard these weird things like, okay, for instance, if you take an Oreo and you put cheese whip on it, cheese spread on it, it's disgusting, right? But it doesn't taste the way you would think. It's really weird. Like, uh, you ever see the movie? No, you guys haven't seen it. Are you
2: talking about like that canned cheese and like, yes. You. Mm
0: Yeah, I my think, brother proved it to me. He's like, no, seriously, if you try these together, you won't taste the cheese. It just tastes like marshmallow for some reason. It like think, tricks your brain. I don't I don't get it. It
2: sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy pilled <laughs> episode. <A> conspiracy pilled cooking. <laughs> cooking yeah. edition.
1: There you
0: go. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I'm really used to seeing peanut butter in a sweet context as right. opposed to a savory context. But it really yeah. does move over, especially that type of peanut butter.
0: Oh, I will back that up because I last year I was in Wisconsin and I went to this bar where they had a burger with peanut butter on it and it sounded so weird and I tried it. It was amazing. So it was a it was a half pound burger with bacon, a fried egg and peanut butter. Sounds really weird. It, it Yeah. Peanut butter works with savory for some reason. So I don't know. Manny's definitely- throwing me yeah. off. Manny's is like a very different. You know I mean? Like, meat and peanuts go together. Like, you got peanut chicken, right? So, like, that's not right. that weird.
3: Yeah, that's definitely yeah. a sta- staple in, like, Thai cuisine.
0: I'm going to stick with Abby's a weirdo.
3: <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> okay, already <knew> my, that.
1: <laughs> my other comment here is, as, as weird as Tupac's situation is, it is a little bit too common, I think, for people to think celebrities are still alive. And I think it's a product of just really wanting that to be true not wanting to accept that this larger than life person that you've kind of looked up to as almost like a God could have died, especially if they died in a really weird way, like on the toilet or
0: I think that's definitely true of a lot of cases. The the few cases where I've looked at them and I'm like, it's, it seems like it might be possible is just, I think that's based on a different idea. Cause I really don't care about Tupac. I've never really listened to his music. I know people in chat. be Like what? Oh my gosh. That's what people say every time I said, I'm like, I just don't care. Like I did an episode on Juice World, never heard of the guy before my brother sent me this thing. He's like, hey, you have to cover this Juice World guy. And we did Juice World and Tupac in one episode. And I never listened to either one of them. But like I think the I think the other thought on that on that line is these people are sick of being famous or they want like some other they just want to get away, right? So like I think that's kind of the other one for me where it's like I don't I don't I didn't look up to Tupac like a hero. So but I could see someone just (laughs) wanting to
2: In my head, Betty White will never uh, die.
0: Yeah.
2: I know she's dead, like, logically, but in my heart, she's just out there somewhere being Betty White. (laughs) Deb brings up an interesting
3: point. Go ahead. um, That you can make a fortune off of dead musicians, this idea that they fake their death to make a whole bunch of money.
0: You guys see or that, uh, they
2: get killed by the record labels who take out insurance policies on them. I, I looked so. into this,
0: <laughs> and about this on uh, the Kurt Cobain episode. Yes, he
2: was. Yeah, that's great. Right. I did a whole deep dive into this this dead rapper thing.
0: Yeah, well, I think the dead rapper thing is a whole. We talked about this. I think the whole dead rapper thing. They they get these rappers who sound exactly like every other rapper. There's somebody else mm-hmm. creating their music. They just have a new face with tattoos on it. They're famous for a year, and then they die, and then the record sales jump up, and then they just do that over and over and over again. I that that part of the conspiracy, I could totally believe in whole insurance fraud scam.
2: Yeah. <laughs> then again, anybody who has a job where there it would cost money to replace them, they're like my company has insurance on me. You know, you you sign the You're contracts.
0: Really You're really special.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, any any like it. I'm not even a high level anything, but. It costs money to replace an employee so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure yours does too PJ.
0: Who knows, maybe. I don't know. I mean, there's a truck driver shortage right now so we're probably worth something.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's a thing. It's like I feel like really <laughs> like it's harder to get fired nowadays as a truck driver. <laughs> there's just not there's not, not very many of us. Not many people who want to do the job. So, um, I had one other Friday the 13th thing which I found a little bit interesting and then I wanted to move on to talk about Overruled a little bit. Um, cause I didn't have any, <laughs> I felt bad. I didn't have any like book related ones and I, but I did find this and I wanted to know what your thought was on, uh, are the Friday the 13th novels, which of you, did you know they made Friday the 13th novels? I had no idea. Anybody a fan yeah, of the movies? Before I, just... I,
3: I've seen the movies. I like Halloween better, but yeah, yeah I know the plot of them.
0: I love bad horror movies. So I've probably seen yeah. way I've seen all the leprechaun movies, let's put it that way.
3: Wait, is no? Friday the 13th- oh no, why though? I saw the first one. I was like, nope.
0: Leprechaun four in space is when they really hit their stride though. I mean you gotta- Oh my gosh, why?
3: <laughs> is Friday the thirteenth
2: the one with Freddy? or Jason?
0: J- Jace- oh,
2: Jason Jason
0: oh, Jason, yeah. Jason yeah so I saw this article are the Friday the 13th novels canon with the movie series and oh it just made gosh. me it made me laugh I'm like somebody actually is concerned that the books they're reading about Friday <laughs> the 13th don't affect the movie universe and I'm reading and I'm looking right here in the center of this picture and it's Jason X the one where he dies and then goes to space or something <laughs> retarded and I'm like are people that that concerned was the worst with, one are people that concerned with the continuity? apparently of Jason movie, of, of Friday the 13th movies that there's a whole article on screen rant about this, like oh. heavily researched article about the continuity of the, the Jason universe.
3: It ch- just tells you that screen rant is that things to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but you know, it's like when I read Friday the 13th, Jason's curse, I want to know is that going to affect what happens in Friday in, in, in Jason goes to hell or whatever that one's called. So, you know, it's important important.
3: Jason, issues.
2: gripping content. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I'm so I, need to I can't wait to move on to a new topic. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the article, but okay.
0: Yeah, I was talking about the article too. <laughs> oh. I
2: it was fun. <laughs> well,
3: i oh, just want you to stop talking. <laughs> I stand by what I said. Oh,
2: well, we I, were supposed to gang up on PJ, so this sounds like a perfect time. Yeah, right? ladies,
3: uh, <laughs> dog get dog. on board I mean, here. Yeah, <laughs> it is called the dog pile for a reason.
0: <laughs> you know how I up, you know how I put up with these women though is I drink North Arrow coffee to, to keep me. Oh, from, <laughs> what a transition <laughs> to keep me from going mad. And if you guys want some great coffee, you guys can go to NorthArrowCoffee.co and use code. Oh, somebody did that before I did. Sorry. Use code Hawk Hound to get 10% off, and 15% of every sale goes to pro life uh, causes, pregnancy centers, things like that. And you can actually see it on their website where all the donations go to. Um, so you're not like just wondering, like, well, they say it's pro life causes, but who really gets this? So you guys can check that on their website. You can get great, great, great coffee. It's all uh, specialty grade roast to order. So it's not just sitting on a shelf. So yeah, I thought that was uh, really
2: good coffee too, by the way. It's delicious. It is,
0: it yeah. is. yeah. I'm waiting it's- on my next bag. I ran out and I'm like... I,
2: I mean, I'm just saying that I had some um, of their competitors coffee this morning. I'm not going to say who, but this is much better. All right. Yeah, well, we Katie all saw that in the chat and almost fired so, Katie. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right. It was Black Rifle, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, no heart. Ooh. Ooh. Well, we just lost our sponsor, so if you guys want to sponsor... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a new sponsor right now.
2: Uh, Arrow, <laughs> though is really truly much better. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna meet Rob on Tuesday.
3: That's you exciting. are?
2: exciting. Okay. He's going
1: to DC with his family and wants to have dinner. So, suck it, everybody.
0: He wants to eat dinner. But does he want to eat dinner with you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I
2: heard he's coming to North Georgia too. So we'll see if he wants to eat dinner Let's
0: with
2: see. me. <laughs> I always would get the fun. big bags.
0: All right, so uh, I wanted to talk about overruled a little bit. <laughs> just I have no. everything. Uh, I, any chance I get to cut Abby off and just like make her feel relegated to the background? Like this is my opportunity. <laughs> it's because like, oh. I stink, isn't it? <laughs> I, I do see. I do see the stink lines coming off of you a little bit. Yeah, that's why we're. I'm not going to maximize the screen again and subject the audience to that. Uh, but Katie, what's been going on in the crime world? You, I don't know, murder anyone lately? Anything interesting? <laughs>
2: It is wait, not wait. a how to get away with crime <laughs> channel. I say that a lot because I look at these crimes and I think, man, they're so stupid. They should have done this, this, and this. And I have like my um podcast is a stream of consciousness. It's just me talking. So is I'm like, wait a minute.
0: Is that your husband in the comments there? Thanks what? for letting me know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just Finding out now for the first time. Sorry. Go ahead, Katie. <laughs> that <was
2: funny>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, you know now you know
2: so coming up on sunday i'm going to be covering a guy that i've been meaning to um, cover for a while and it seems like a good time to do it his name is uh, stephen mcdaniel and the reason why i'm doing it now first of all uh, this happened in georgia when my husband was in afghanistan and i followed it very closely as it was happening Um, it happened in macon georgia and he the reason why I want to cover it now is because he reminds me so much of that guy from Idaho. He's like kind of an incel. He killed a girl that he had a crush on, which I think is what happened in mm-hmm. Idaho. Um, and also he was a law student. He had just graduated law school. So he was trying to get all those tricks and tips of how to get away with murder. He could have um, just and-
0: Crime land or overruled and he would have been fine.
2: Seriously. Yeah. Uh, but his, um, his, His police interview is one of the best police interviews I've ever seen in my life, and I'll show some clips on Sunday, but he agreed to talk to the police for like two hours, Um, and the only things that he said is yes, no, and I don't know. Those were the only words out of his mouth for two hours. It was like, I mean, it was like a marathon for this guy, and he, like, at the end of it, the police were frustrated with him, so... It's going to be a good episode. Hopefully you join us. And then next week, I'm actually have an interview. My first interview. Well, I guess my second interview on my channel um, with somebody who's actually committed a pretty bad crime. So we're going to get a perspective of somebody who's been in prison and did some bad things um, and is turned around since then. So that should be a good episode, too. So hopefully subscribe to my channel. Um, I'll put it in the chat. And hopefully, if you're not already subscribed, subscribe. Why aren't you subscribed? There's doesn't cost you.
0: it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. Yeah. Learn how to get away with murder. What's it's it's a (laughs) win-win. Your
2: dignity. Yeah, I get a subscription, and you get to know how to get away with murder.
0: Yeah. No, your show's been really great, and um, (laughs) I want to say really quick, talking about subscribing to to Katie's channel. We're streaming this right now on uh, Katie's Ed's channel. We're streaming this on uh, Jess's channel lit. We're streaming this on Conspiracy Pill, but what we really would like is you guys would come over to the Hawkhound Media channel. Um, Abby, can you grab that and drop that in the chat really quick? Oh, yeah. Uh, Because at the end of the show, we're going to go exclusively there and the replay is going to be left on the Hawkhound Media channel so you guys can see it there. This is where we aggregate all of our different content where you can find if we do new stuff and we're planning some other uh, content exclusive to that channel for the future. So if you guys aren't following that, uh, please take a moment to do that. Uh, I like the show so much I unsub so I can sub against his Waffle Salter. I like it. Um, Yeah, so we had had an an interesting article I wanted to bring up that's crime related that uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there seems to be a problem with dangerous prisoners vanishing. And this yeah. one actually comes, yeah, yeah. as if there's not <laughs> enough problems in the world. Uh, this one comes from not the bee. It says, I would like to know why extremely dangerous prisoners keep vanishing from federal custody. Uh, and it says you surely remember last year's hit. And and remind, let me know if you've heard of, of these people or cases, Katie, because I'm not familiar with them. Uh it says, You'll surely remember last year's hit Bureau of Principles Misplaces Psychotic Cartel Hitman. Yeah. So that there's the article there. Anyone over at the Bureau of Prisons have any idea where the psych- uh, psychopathic mass murdering cartel member uh, cri- uh, can't speak. Mass murdering cartel crime lord is. Uh, well, get ready for the sequel. Bureau of Prisons 2, Where's the Islamic Terrorist? Uh, says the notorious terrorist and member of the ISIS cell dubbed the Beatles, which is probably the second worst iteration of the Beatles that I've ever heard of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys Beatles fans? I I I hate them. Just want to know they're, if I'm
2: I mean, they're all right. Okay. They're they're overrated, though. Yeah,
0: that's for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Notorious terrorist member of the ISIS cell dubbed the Beatles, who was serving a life sentence for kidnap, torture, and murder of Western journalists and aid workers in Syria has disappeared from the Federal Bureau of Prisons, Fox News confirmed Thursday. And yes, we do need to stress this guy isn't in jail for like attempting a bombing or Conspiring with hostile foreign powers or anything relatively benign. He is one bad dude. The U.S. Justice Department in April said Cody, I think, but it's K-O-T-Y. What a douche. Who spells their name like that? It's probably a last name. Uh, Cody and his <laughs> <team> partners. <laughs> it's like spelling Katie with just two letters, like a K and a T or something like that.
3: <laughs> Um, like you can say anything about having a two letter name pj
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I, my grandma called me pj the day i was born and i've just stuck with it so yeah take that up with take that up with eleanor uh, <laughs> uh sorry the u.s department in april said cody and his three partners participated in the seizure detention and hostage negotiations of four americans including james foley so basically, this, these dudes are really bad, and they're just disappearing off the books. Is the whole point of this article?
2: I think they did. You think they did? I think they did. <laughs> I think they. I think that the United States government does what they do, and we're not going to hear from them anymore. If I had to guess, but that sounds like an episode of conspiracy pills. So you guys look into that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I could see two possibilities: they dead, as Katie says, or. <laughs> They out uh, so they can cause more mayhem for certain
3: mm.
0: certain reasons. I don't know.
3: Or are they not dead but being experimented on?
0: Ooh.
2: Oh, that's a good. <laughs>
3: that could <Whoa>. be. <laughs> <laughs> like she said, the Fed's gonna Fed.
2: Yeah, they're that gonna is, do what they're gonna do. I yeah. bet all of the cameras were broken in the prisons when they disappeared.
0: Probably. <laughs> It's weird how that happens, isn't it? Like the cameras just all of a sudden go out while somebody's taking a smoke break, and for
2: like ten minutes, <laughs> like <laughs> no other issues. <laughs>
0: and, then, and then someone hangs themselves with bed sheets that are made to rip if you try to hang yourself with yeah. them. Like that. <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, I think they're being recruited by agents. That's
0: kind of what I think. I think they're going to be used for something. Do you think it's like some kind of bad Suicide Squad sequel?
2: Yeah. So we have like another, we have to look forward to another like 9-11 type situation. Oh, yeah. Can't wait.
0: Could be. Could be.
2: Full passports just laying there on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Because.
0: Not burn up at all.
2: Kids. Jet fuel
1: (laughs) can melt steel beams, but not paper.
3: (laughs) Don't forget.
0: My favorite one. My favorite one. Sorry. Go ahead, Jess.
3: Uh, I was good, just going to say, that's just because the planes are holograms, right, PJ? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so unhinged. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> so
3: <unhinged>.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to say before Abby so rudely cut me off that if the planes were holograms, I'm not saying they are, but if they were, we're totally screwed because that means that hologram technology is insanely far outpacing what we ever have I met. mean,
3: did you see but the that two Tupac?
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> legit. <laughs> Did you see the SeaWorld uh, holograms? Like people like yeah. crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I don't know. I think holograms are pretty, pretty uh, far, much further advanced than we realized. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? I had another story I wanted to get to. I totally lost my place. Abby, Sorry. I understand you do a show about conspiracy theories. How's that going? And what's it like not having your parents ever talk to you again?
1: well it would be better if my co-host wasn't so completely unhinged and thought that the planes were holograms but yeah it's it's great it's a good show
0: <laughs> i don't actually think the planes are holograms but yeah for sure
2: sure pj um, <laughs> what do you guys having coming up on that channel you got there
0: maybe we're all holograms yeah yeah um, but no, I actually want to talk about, so Jess obviously predicted that they're going to use jet or not jet fuel helium three. I can't helium three to take us to the moon made of cheese for the first time and beat China there. But we've had some pretty crazy predictions on our show. And there was one that I feel entirely vindicated about right now, considering how much hate we got for this one, like more than any other episode we did. And I think going into it, we knew we would. But that was this whole Andrew Tate thing. And we not only did one episode, but then we did an update where it just looked even worse. And then right after we did that update, it somehow got even way worse. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to play this because it's pretty graphic. So I'm just going to try. Maybe I'll show the words on screen without actually (laughs) playing what he's saying. I'll just mute it. But uh, there have been, and I can link this for anybody who wants to see. There has been uh, voicemail messages found from Andrew Tate. Um kind of describing his crimes, the, the ones specifically we're told he definitely didn't commit. Beyond the human trafficking, uh, he's definitely not a rapist, except for the fact that he leaves voicemails on women who have accused him of rape, saying that he enjoyed raping them. So, so creepy. Yeah. The guy's a creep. It's so weird. Like, I don't know how people don't get that. Like this guy is bad news. I'm glad you didn't play that. Yeah,
2: I don't want to play I it. I,
0: I want to keep the show kind of a lot. I don't want to like delve down into that like dark. We want
2: to be rated R, not X.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's rated X, like the whole yeah. clip is. But uh, I just want to point that out. Like, we we were told that there was some bad voicemail stuff of him. There's more coming apparently. Where he's admitting yeah. To yeah. crimes, but this one he's just outright admitting to being a rapist.
2: Why would you leave that in a voicemail? voicemail?
0: It gets worse. Man, I'll link it for people who are this- curious about the story and want to know. This but, is as
2: bad as on my show Crimeland, which I do every other week, opposite of the weeks that I do overruled. But I show clips of different crimes. And a lot of times it's the criminals recording their own crimes and posting it on the internet. What are you doing? You don't leave voicemails like that.
0: Right. And he left a lot. Of, like, <laughs> yeah. His whole thing was, I'm not going to just text you. I'm going to do the the voice uh, messages because it wasn't voicemails. It was like sending a, a voice text message, essentially. Right. And he's just like, "Yeah, but you enjoyed getting raped, right?" And he says that over and over again in these messages and it's like, "Oh, wow. Okay. Nice." So, so gross. gross. Yeah, I thought that was uh, thought that was interesting. I don't want to talk I don't want to dwell on it, but I just thought, you know, a little bit of vindication there. There's another article that I think Jess shared with us that kind of delves into the conspiracy stuff that I want to look further into. Uh, one that we've talked about with with Elon Musk a little bit. And now <laughs> cuz this is the thing, I think this is the thing that's really coming is brain implants like everybody seems to be obsessed with putting crap in your brain uh, so this article from the daily mail says first brain implant to treat depression is revealed penny-sized digital pill that sits under the skin and releases tiny electrical pulses starts human trials what could possibly go wrong
3: wow what could possibly go wrong like all of our technology can't possibly be hacked and not to mention the fact, why would you want to put something in your brain that is controlling your mood, so to speak? Right.
0: Because right. that would go more than one way, wouldn't it?
3: Right. Mm. So well, I mean, now you basically put your own kill switch in your own brain. Right. And you well, don't care
1: because you're depressed.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the thing. is It's so nefarious because what they're doing is they're going to people who are just so low, they'll take any treatment they can get and they're being promised you know, uh, the sky, whatever. They're being promised the moon, and they're like, oh, but you know, just it, we're just going to put a little switch inside of your brain that's going to send a, le- a little bit of electrical impulses and influence your mood. No big deal. No big deal.
2: But it has to be implanted. It's not something you can take on and off. Right. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> well, and the worst part, too, is you can see a slippery slope. They'll use it for the worst cases, right? It'll Wait, th- be th- the th- exceptions. Th- You'll have to get a bunch of doctors, and then it'll be for anybody. Right. I was gonna say, Won't take oh, long to get from there A to B.
0: This feels like it's already at the bottom of the slope, like putting mm-hmm. chips in people's heads to control their mood. That like it, it feels like it's quite a ways down that that slope to me. <laughs> it's funny because like every movie right now is just a remake of something, right? Every, every like right. nobody's got any original ideas. And I realize it's the same in the science world. They're just like, hey, we have nothing original to add. Let's just go back and watch bad 1980s dystopian films and like copy paste <laughs> everything. Predict the future. <laughs>
3: Can I have my hoverboard please? I don't want the brain chip. Give me the hoverboard.
0: <laughs> yeah, Back to the Future 2 had a lot of good things in it. Let's just take all the bad stuff from every other right. movie. Like yeah, the hoverboard, like we, we got Jaws 3D. That was the only thing we got out of Back to the Future 2. And nobody and really the, Jaws And 3D. the
2: Cubs winning the World Series.
0: <clears throat> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that was a pretty crazy prediction. Yeah. Did that happen the same year? I it was a,
2: it was one year off of their prediction. But still, they hadn't won since 1909. (laughs) Kind of a crazy prediction. Yeah, it is crazy that we have
1: seen incredible advancements in certain types of technology that are all leading in bad directions, and no advancements in some of the technologies that we were expecting. Like we don't have, we haven't really made progress toward on cancer. We we still have, we don't have our hoverboards. Uh, Two things to be equally bad about. I don't know why I, listed
3: I like that you mentioned the cancer thing <laughs> like I don't know if cancer you- and
0: hoverboards.
3: <laughs> Do you guys Earth. remember that Alzheimer's study? That it came out that the guy who had been doing the Alzheimer's research that everyone had built their research on, he had faked his data. So that set Alzheimer's research back thirty years.
0: Well, think about this, it's, too. When you donate to, like, these cancer research societies, and I know people will get mad when I say that I, I don't believe in donating to these places, it's because they, they only fund two things. They fund research into surgery, and they fund research into chemo. They're not trying, they're trying to cure it. Makers. They, no. no, they're not. It's a money-making business. The whole... Pfizer the whole, won't let them. Oh, exactly. The, the whole, the whole like, wear your pink ribbon thing, and you feel like a good person. Whoa, what's happened to Katie? <laughs>
3: Oh, we said too much.
2: She's not supposed to. (laughs) It's Friday the (laughs) thirteenth. Pfizer's in here messing with my camera right
0: now. You just exposed the cancer industry, and they're (laughs) shutting you. All right. You might want to. Yeah, unplug and plug it back. But yeah, no, it's. uh, That was weird. (laughs) I was waiting. I'm like, it's Friday the thirteenth. We have to have at least one like major technical glitch. I think that what we're seeing here, guys, if I want to get a little conspiratorial, is Katie Zed. Her hologram is failing. She doesn't exist. Yep. Oh, Waffle <laughs> Falter says it too. Hologram glitch. <laughs> That's exactly it. Hologram glitch. Yeah.
3: So, <laughs> Abby, what did you do?
0: <laughs> did we fix the hologram? Is, is hologram Katie back?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hologram okay. Katie's back online. I apologize.
2: Okay. That was so weird. Cause I just mentioned that company and that happened Neither. to you. Um, PJ, when you, I forget what it was. That every time you mention it, was it like some sort of weird
0: It's a cryptid. Crypton- yeah, every, cryptid? Every yeah. I, yeah, I won't say his name, I guess. Oh,
2: every- <laughs> you don't want
0: your camera to <laughs> fail. You don't need more. I just bought this camera yesterday, so I'd be very <laughs> Um every time I mention a certain cryptid, and including on Steven's show, the first time I was on mm-hmm. Ignoramus, uh, I was <laughs> completely cut off from the stream. So yeah, uh it's it's really weird. There's been a few times where it's like there's certain things we want to talk about and like glitches happen instantly. So
2: that just happened. What happened right now? It was kind of strange. Right. That scary.
0: When it keeps happening at, there it goes again. <laughs> when it keeps ha- happening at certain times, it does make you think that there's something. I don't know.
2: Oh my goodness. If it keeps happening, I'll switch to my, I have a Xena cam that I could switch it out with.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, be back.
1: I think that? about technology a lot, about what technology we have lost, even in, the last couple generations what technology we are focused on and why like we're, we're putting it it's 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 not even across the board how how it's progressing right it's we have artificial wombs and in, in companies that are ready to like do you have that pj the thing with the artificial wounds I, I
0: can pull it up real quick yeah that was another creepy one so we did we have- a unhinged episode yesterday that just came out uh, on our locals channel and one of the things that we reacted to was this uh these artificial wombs that they're making and it's straight up uh, we'll play it it straight up seems like it's out of a sci-fi movie like a bad sci-fi movie like one of they those like that in the sci-fi channel sci-fi movies <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, uh, Jess?
3: Do you remember the book The Giver by Lois Lowry?
0: I haven't read that one either.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, that's that. one of those books you read in high school, and it's a dystopian future, and babies are basically put in artificial wombs to grow.
0: Gotcha. Let's check this out, because this this straight up... Tell me this doesn't look like an early 2000s straight-to-sci-fi channel movie right here in the beginning. Let's just go, go ahead, ahead and, and this watch this video. video. I, don't I don't really, really have a great way, way to...
2: Intro, intro this, just, 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 just watch, watch it. it. Introducing Ectolife, the, the world's, world's first, first artificial-
0: Sorry, you guys are getting an echo on the video? Hold on, let me fix that. Boom mm-hmm. facility. Is that better?
1: Ectolife allows infertile couple to conceive a baby and become the true biological parents of their own offspring. The facility features 75 highly equipped labs, Each state-of-the-art lab can accommodate up to 400 growth pods or artificial wombs. Every pod is designed to replicate the exact conditions that exist inside the mother's uterus. Yeah, replicating, but it's not the same. It never will be. The artificial intelligence-based system also monitors the physical features of your baby and reports any potential genetic abnormalities.
0: This is how you start a sci-fi film. You show Mm -hmm. this, like crazy breakthrough in technology that seems kind of okay to people who aren't thinking clearly and a society that just doesn't care and then you watch the next two hours as that goes horribly wrong and destroys society and somebody has to stop it like that is what that video is and it's yep. like how do they not how do they not realize this because you can't tell me that these tech geeks don't watch they know. sci-fi they movies know. like the rest of us they're
2: looking they exactly. they're, they're preying on couples, they're preying on couples who are having fertility issues, and they're going to want to they want to make this they're, they're looking forward to the slippery slope where then it becomes mainstream where nobody wants to get pregnant and ruin their body.
0: Do they know that they're the baddies? That's the real question.
3: They don't. No, I'm sure they do. They don't care.: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that's the thing. I, I think we have actually as a society lost the direction for bad
3: right because it's all about your truth my truth there's no such thing as good and evil i'm just gonna do what i'm gonna do right Right. yeah
0: yeah i don't know interesting stuff it's it's crazy that that's where we're moving to i will say this um having you know going back to our idea of uh predictions that have come true we did another unhinged episode last week me and abby and that's now on youtube and rumble and odyssey where you guys want to check it out or if you're listening to this Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things we, we did is we did this with the railions. It's like every time we talk about railions or something with project blue book, like something happens. So we started, I decided, Hey, I've talked about project blue book enough times. Let me actually explain what that is and why I think it's a serious thing. We need to be paying attention to in a little bit more detail. And we talked about it in the, the idea of UFOs and how I think they're going to start faking a lot of UFOs, convince people that aliens are real. And within, I guess it happened the day before we recorded, but we didn't. The, it didn't hit the news till a few hours after we were done recording. And here's a little bit of that. Russia claims to have shot down a UFO.
2: It's
1: time to close out the week with our interesting stories chat with Richard Southern. And Richard, the Russian government is making some pretty major claims tonight.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're not too happy, I guess, with the Russian government uh, right now. But uh, that aside, Russian air defenses, Melissa,
1: did say that they shot down a UFO. They actually released some video of it. We're looking at it here. Uh, This was reportedly shot down in the Rostov area near the Ukraine border. The governor of this Russian region said the UFO was a small sized object in the shape of a ball And was flying roughly a mile and a half in high in the sky on january 3rd when the decision was made to shoot it down now it is not clear what the object is it's certainly possible it was a you know a ukrainian or maybe even a russian drone uh related to the conflict we don't know still though back in september the national academy yeah
0: it's a russian it's a it's a ukrainian drone that's entirely smooth What
2: cracked me up is he's like, We're not sure what the unidentified object is. Well, it's in the name, so I get it.
0: (laughs) Kind of kind of the first part of that name, even. (laughs) And even when they changed the name to UAP, the first word is still unidentified. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Pretty great. Yeah, no, I just it's funny. Like this one stands out to me so much because we've had, you know, stories and conspiracies and stuff for for decades and decades of you know the government's seeing UFOs, shooting them down, whatever. But we've never had a government just come out and admit to shooting down a UFO, ever. Not that I can think of. And I looked into it.
1: Yeah, no, not that I've ever heard. But it was the ghost of Kiev.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean.
0: (laughs) Is it Kiev or Kiev? It's It's Kiev. Kiev. It's Kiev. It's Kiev. Kiev. You freaking fed. I'm
2: like... In the Unless you want to start pronouncing France as France I, or I legitimately Germany as
3: know,
0: which is why I asked. <laughs> like, No, Or American,
2: though. it's Kiev. <laughs> why?
0: <Let The> re- <laughs> me- <laughs> Go ahead, Abby, <Adam>, and <laughs> oh, I'll explain that in a minute. Sorry.
2: <laughs> so I, I bought into this.
1: That's why I called it that. Is Because during the invasion, I did start calling it Kiev because it seemed like what was being said was Kiev is the Russian name for the city. And Kyiv is the Ukrainian name for the city. So, out of respect, like Ukraine is asking that we call their city by their name, and it just made sense to me in the like emotion of the invasion. So,
0: it's 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 Ukrainian propaganda that Kiev was not a Russian no, city. No. That's what it is. It, the whole yeah. thing, like the Ukraine and Kiev, are the names, and then ki- uh, Ukraine has been trying to. Change history that they were never actually a part of the Soviet Union. So the entire purpose behind it is propaganda from sure. Zelensky. Wow. Yeah, the entire point of it. the
2: war is that that was Russian. I, never mind. <laughs> we're gonna
0: <laughs> well, yeah. we're
2: gonna hold back my opinion. My on point is, Ukraine, Ukraine complex. Yeah, I'm calling it, I'm
0: calling it <laughs> Kiev forever. I don't care. That's just I've watched Mission Impossible and all these other spy movies as a kid. It was always <laughs> Kiev, and I'm not changing now. So that's just me being there my old, staunchy old man self. So,
2: well, it's Mr. Zed saying in the chat, we have a friend who's Ukrainian and she says Kiev. So, you
0: know, there we go. Like, yeah. No one had ever, ever heard the pronunciation Kiev till like nine months ago.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> ever. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm not changing. Uh, what are I'm you not
2: changing? I'm American.
0: I'm American. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> But like, what do you guys think about this UFO stuff? Because have you guys seen the stories? Like, even six months ago, there was tons of reports. It kind of reminds me of World War II, where you had the Foo Fighters—not that terrible band, you know, from that guy that killed Kurt (laughs) (laughs) Cobain—but the the Foo Fighters was the names that they gave the UFOs flying over uh, the the battlefields of World War II. And this reminds me that you're going to have to tell us
2: more about this because I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Okay, so the Foo Fighters. During World War II, towards the end of the war, mm-hmm. people started seeing UFOs, unidentified flying objects. They couldn't explain them. They were outmaneuvering jets, or not jets, because I guess the Germans developed a jet by the end of World War II, but that's not the point. They were outmaneuvering the planes in ways that didn't make sense, and they didn't look like any other type of aircraft. So they started calling them Foo Fighters, which came from like a Bazooka Joe rapper or something like that. And uh, now, again, when you see this huge conflict in Europe, and or Eastern Europe, whatever, and there's tons of UFOs over these battlefields, things that people can't explain. So it's either like the government's just like way advanced in technology beyond what we know, or they're seeing something else. But like seriously, six months ago, you started seeing massive reports uh, over Ukraine and over Russia of UFOs. I think
2: it's probably just um, technology that the general public doesn't know about. They, They said the same thing when the stealth bomber came out. It didn't look like any other airplane and people were, would see it being tested out West and think they were seeing a UFO, but it was just technology that was more advanced than they're telling us about, which I think is good that they don't tell us about their, like if, because if they're telling us, if the United States government is telling us about the technology or whoever's government just were here. So the United States, um, then they're telling the rest of the world and we don't need the rest of the world to know what, you know,
1: right? what we got. I can think of <laughs> two scenarios with that where it, the government wouldn't want somebody to, the other countries to know, or they wouldn't want their own people propaganda wise to know that Russia has better technology than us or something like that. So they would yeah. rather us believe it was aliens. Exactly. I'm,
0: I'm going to try not to get too unhinged here. But if you want my full take on what I think the whole alien thing is. uh it would we have like a, you to get an unhinged. episode. I could for a minute. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole episode called The Alien Invasion is Coming or something like that. Alien Invasion Incoming." Coming. We just released last week. I think the fact that the governments want us to believe in aliens says a lot about it. Mm-hmm. I think that they are trying to convince just- the public they just
2: released all of those videos from the fighter jets like why would they release that they've been working this
0: case they've been working this angle since 2017 and in 2019 i said this feels exactly like what they did with um spying on you right so like Mm -hmm. in 2012 well Going back a little ways, you know, you had that Google user agreement in 2011 that was like, hey, by the way, if you say you want to use Gmail, we're going to be allowed to read your emails. And people are like, whoa, this is crazy. And then that heat dies down. Then Edward Snowden comes out and he's like, hey, the NSA is spying on you. And then that heat (laughs) dies down. And 10 years later, now we're all like, yeah, we know that our phones and cameras and everything is listening to us all the time. Every time I ever mention anything at all, I get an advertisement for it on my phone five minutes later. So Mm -hmm. we've just like accepted this by that gradual dripping of information. And I feel like that's what's been going on with UFOs since roughly 2017 when those first few articles came out. And I think that, I think it's different than a lot of other people. A lot of other people think the government's getting ready to tell us that UFOs are real and the aliens exist. I think that they're trying to convince us of something that's related to Project Bluebeam, but I'm not going to get super unhinged and get into it. You can watch the episode if you want like a full detail. We got other stuff to get to.
1: Let's just put it this way. If they're willing to fake a... well, they didn't quite fake the pandemic, but
2: if they're willing to
1: create and pretend it was way it. worse, yeah, create and kind of fake the the severity of it and fake the response to it. Do you not think that they'd be willing to fake an alien invasion?
0: That's yeah. That's my whole point. The fact that the government's the one telling us now that aliens exist makes me think, oh, aliens don't exist. Yeah, it's it's demons and UFOs are. Project- I mean, does the space, yeah.
2: space even exist? Really.
0: <laughs> Let's not get into the. Oh so man,
3: <laughs> it's just a dome. <laughs> <laughs> so I have.
0: Go ahead, Jess.
3: Sorry, all these pieces I think are just interesting. You have the government, post- uh, faking aliens existing. You have these criminals disappearing from high security prisons. You have them interested in putting a chip in your brain, and they want to go to the moon and mine helium three. Hmm. It's all related. <laughs> it's all related. <laughs> and the railings, the, the railings
0: are behind it all. The railings, the railings, railings. are behind <laughs> it all. <laughs> so I have, I have a segment that I would like... So I don't know if we mentioned this early on, but this is something that we want to do every month as far as getting together the four of us or if we, if and when we add new podcasts to Hawkeye Media to get all the hosts together and do something like this. And I thought of a really funny thing that I would like to make a staple where we look over the last month of all of the amazing comments that people have left us and pick out our favorite, best, worst comments. Uh, I'm going to have to create a stinger for this next time. But I'll start. (laughs) I'll start. Because this is not the first time and it will not be the last time I get this comment. My best, worst comment of last month was, who would listen to a guy with this beard and a Nazi haircut? (laughs) Oh, yeah it's funny because i i shaved my face into this from well just we're talking about how you have like that like Mm -hmm. full big beard i did this as a joke like originally (laughs) originally because i thought it was funny because i said to my wife i'm like if i shave into like the friendly mutton chops what this is called people are going to assume i'm a (laughs) neo-nazi
2: I mean, and, uh, do you own a musket? Though that's the question. That is
0: the question, and and the answer is no. But I'm working on it.
2: Okay, good. so <laughs> soon. like once you get the soon. musket, the facial hair will make sense. It it will make a lot more <laughs> right. sense.
0: Um, but I did this as a joke, and it was the first time that I actually met Katie Z. I was on Stephen's podcast, and I and it just kind of stuck. I think. I think it was like uh um, Galaxy Barbie had made a comment about it. That was just like, okay, this is me now, and yeah. I accept it. So it's it's here to stay, it's become my brand. <laughs> Maybe it makes you look like a neo-Nazi. I don't care at this point. But Katie, uh, wait, which one do we have next? We have one from Abby. Do we want to do Abby's best? Yeah, worst just go comment in order. Next?
2: I don't know. Yeah, just go in order.
0: All right, I'll let you read this one, Abby, and then you can tell me how this uh, how this okay. made you feel. <laughs>
1: I don't think that I'll be watching that much. I can't relate to some of the things that Abby has said. I don't comment when she's on anymore, and most of the time I just leave the chat. I started watching because you were on. Now I'll probably unsubscribe from the channel. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second one from this one lady. The first time she's like, "I feel uncomfortable when Abby's on the stream, and I don't participate in the comment section," and I'm like, "You f- of this is on the podcast." So of I'm twenty five percent of the hosts and. You disagree with not everything I say. Some of the things I say, and this makes you so uncomfortable <laughs> that you don't you don't want to like say your opinion in chat, and you and you don't want to watch. Like, okay, if well, I'm not mean, intimidating.
2: To be fair, you make me uncomfortable all of the time. Uh, so- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's That's intentional. Intentional.
0: it's a little more of <laughs> an awkward uncomfortable. Yeah, I will say. <laughs> What's funny about this is on any panel of four, nobody agrees with everybody on almost that's anything. The
2: point of a panel right. show:
0: if we all agreed with each other, we would just do one person. Right,
2: <laughs> like my channel,
0: like Katie's channel. She's like, I, yeah. So, like, that's what's so funny about panel shows. Like the like a huge draw of it, I think, is to talk about and discuss and have disagreements, right? Yeah. So I just found that funny. I disagree with some of the things you say. And as Katie Zed pointed out, she doesn't. <laughs> we all disagree with some of the stuff we say.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: I say right. stuff
0: every week. So I'm like, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know yeah. if I agree with myself on that.
1: And my instinct, when I'm with a group of people, is to play the devil's advocate. If everybody thinks one way, I'm always going to be the opposing
2: voice. That's how it's you develop. Annoying. That's how you develop ideas, though. That's how right. you. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs>
0: Is which is point. funny because the only person who out devils advocates abby is tom
2: <laughs> like yeah, so he, true.
0: He'll, he'll take a position he doesn't believe in at all just to be the devil's advocate all the time and it, it, i think it's great but it's it's funny
2: it makes for a good show
0: yeah so uh we have a comment for for uh two oh. katie zed this uh when's oh yeah go ahead and answer Saturday.
2: This. it should be
1: saturday and then might be a little bit shorter saturday as because we're kind of reworking a couple things and then i think we're gonna probably move to thursdays but stay tuned
0: yeah so we will be on tomorrow night 7 p.m eastern standard time uh we'll have some announcements some updates with stuff with some pubcast stuff so yeah i know we missed did we only miss one saturday
1: yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah yeah, so we missed
0: one uh we're reworking some stuff so we'll be back tomorrow uh I, we have this other comment here for Katie Z, and I think that this comment is going to, I'm going to have to rework the merch shop and logos <laughs> and all stuff because Katie Z's going to have to rename her show.
2: I'm just saying, well, I'm going to do a third show called Unlistenable. <laughs> so Rob <laughs> S. says, unsubscribed, unlistenable. And I included the replies because my friend arvold said do you work in an airport because departures aren't (laughs) announced anywhere else (laughs) Which i wasn't going to reply to this guy but then you know i like the pile on so it said thank you for your constructive criticism criticism and letting me know that you're you have self-confidence issues in in one concise comment bless your heart (laughs)
0: So Katie is originally from Illinois, but she has become a Southern belle. I'm from Chicago,
2: but I know what bless your heart means. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it said to me. <laughs> so yep. It's such a good, it's like such a good phrase, especially so good. when people don't know. <laughs> yeah, so. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, new show, Unlistenable on the Katie's <laughs> Head channel. Stay tuned.
0: <laughs> and then there was this, I almost don't want to show it on screen because it was just too harsh, and I don't want to make Jess cry. But there was someone who <laughs> said some really <laughs> nasty things about Jess's new show, uh, Lit. Do you want to read that, Jess?
3: Yeah, I mean, like Waffle Waffle Salter said earlier. Abby sent me to the cry closet by saying you're dumb and your favorite book is trash, and also your co-host has a Nazi haircut. I mean, that last part <laughs> I could kind of see, but that first part, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right in the heart.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that that's that's getting to me a little bit. So right. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. yeah I don't know if that was more of a diss on you than on me. Yeah. So.
3: But you know, we, we soldier on. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, I want to say really quick to people, if you guys have not come over to the Hawkhound Hound media channel, uh, can you drop that in the chat for them real real quick? I'm going to end this on all the other channels. It's going to stay up on Hawkhound, Hound. Um, and we're going to continue this conversation for a little bit longer. So please. Head over there, subscribe. And what I would ask is if you guys have any questions for any of us or any funny comments you want us to read, start dropping those in the chat now and we're going to start getting to your guys' comments and chatting with the audience a little bit more. So I will give you 10 yeah, more seconds. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Subscribe to Hawkhound because first of all, it doesn't cost you anything. Why not? Not only like anybody who's here for my channel, subscribe to everybody else's channel because why not? Why wouldn't you do that? All right. Why I, wouldn't I you? Piece. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Also, all of you people in there that are from their channels, please subscribe yeah, to my subscribe channel. To I'm community. trying to get a thousand and it's been like I, I gained a bunch and then it just sort of fell off. I just I just need a, a few hundred more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a few hundred more. <laughs>
2: just a few hundred. More. <laughs>
1: Katie's Stowe is so fun. She's even got a dog cam where she shows her dog through her stream. It's so
2: fun. (laughs) I don't know because if Pfizer broke my camera, I might be down to one cam (laughs) now. We'll see. I do have a Xena cam on my show usually. The dog is just
0: going to be on her lap for the next show. Until she gets when, a new camera.
2: Yeah, well, you know, I noticed the hawk hound media hound kind of looks like Zena if she wasn't fat, so just saying she or could have glasses. I could, yeah, I could put some glasses on her, and-
0: some angel wings, and some glasses. <laughs> yeah, and Zena yeah. can be our new mascot. Put her,
2: put her on a diet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think our dog mascot looks more like. Uh, a kangaroo <laughs> you ever see those kangaroos that like just like jacked and like scare the crap out of you so hold on let me we're not starting again but you can see them a little more clear there the freaking massive dog.
2: He's super <laughs> so. jacked. i'm gonna get xena some steroids
0: <laughs> all right i am gonna end this now on everybody else's channel come over to hawk Count if you want to continue to talk to us i see you guys' uh comments rolling in let's uh there we go all right now we are exclusively on the Hawkhound media channel so uh let's see first comment we have uh, each of your favorite books i'll let jess start with this one
3: okay probably gonna be a book nobody's read before um but it might be i don't know if you guys have ever heard of madeline langle she wrote a wrinkle in time that's not the favorite book but have you guys heard of a wrinkle oh, way to bait I'm and sorry,
0: switch i know i'm sorry but I, like, you know i've heard of a wrinkle in time no <laughs>
3: I love her Inkle in Time, but her best work, in my opinion, is Ring of Endless Light. Um, And it is a young adult novel, but the coming of age story and the way she handles green in that book was very powerful to me when I was, um, because when about that time, both of my grandfathers passed away. And that book had a profound impact on me, and the way she deals with it in her book. Also bringing God into it, but not having it be like this overbearing, uh, Jesus will take away all of your problems and life will be great type of book. Um, it's really good. I can't recommend it enough. I'm sure I'll do it on the show at some point. Um, so yeah, Ring of Endless Light by Madeline Langle. Top to you.
1: Jess, I, I love that one. And I read that. <gasps> read site. it. I have read it. And I didn't know that was a series. So I accidentally read it backwards. So I did I the same with- thing troubling a star
0: before.
1: yeah oh yeah i started with troubling a star which i which i loved and then read a ring of endless light and then <laughs> finally realized it was an actual series and then
3: you and... go back and read Meet the ketchup. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: that is amazing
3: oh what's, what's your favorite on, abby we'll
1: i have such a hard time picking a favorite book because it's I have favorites in different genres, and different things have affected me in such different ways. Um, if forced, I probably just have to say Lord of the Rings and and be inert about it um, because it's something that I could happily reread over and over and never worry that I'm not going to find something new to enjoy in it. It's just so vast. Um, I'm so distracted. We lost Katie.
0: Yeah, she's dealing with some tech issues over there. She's messaging me. So, we'll we'll get Katie yeah. back. I'll answer Pfizer's this in the her. meantime while we're waiting for Katie and uh hopefully she's having she's having sound issues now. So, I don't know, man. She said something about a certain Pfizer related company named Pfizer and they just <laughs> decided <laughs> to just it's shut gone down off. next. So, yeah. It's just going to be the two of you. Um yeah, I I will say this now. I am absolutely the worst at Oh, I tried to. I tried to turn her on the same time she did. Are you? Are you there? She still can't hear us. No,
2: it's not fixed.
0: <laughs> we can hear you at least, so it must be. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I am absolutely the worst at favorites. I cannot make a favorites list of anything because it will change depending on the day. Uh, but I, I will say this: we did talk about Red Rising. That I will say is my favorite series. But my favorite book, I'm probably just like today because if you ask me tomorrow, it'll be different. I'm just going to say The Uncanny by Andrew Claven. I think it's one of those few books that I read over and over, uh, usually around Halloween time. It's, it's probably the greatest um, ghost story that I've ever read. And I think there's some really deep theological Im, uh, import to it. And I would say the sequel Werewolf Cop is even... I would say that's one of the greatest Christian novels that I've ever read. So that's going to be my answer on that one for today. And then ask me next time, it'll be different. So...
2: I think I'm back. Am I back?
0: Yeah, we can hear you. You can hear us.
2: Holy cow, that was the weirdest thing ever. Like there was a loud noise in my headphones and then I couldn't hear any of you. And I I don't know what happened.
0: Gotcha. I Some, didn't hear
2: your books, I'm sorry.
0: What what's your favorite book?
2: <laughs> um my favorite book's the Bible. I was just looking at my bookshelf. Gosh
0: dang it, she just one upped us. That you really, went, I, there. you went there and made us look bad.
2: No, it, it really is <laughs> though. Um, no, I
0: know, I know. Yeah.
2: And it's the one that I read the most. I don't read a lot, but when I do, it's definitely the Bible.
0: Well, here's a, here's a question that's right up your alley. Favorite crime? And I don't know if don't vax me means your favorite, like, specific person that committed a crime or is your favorite general crime? Um, Mine's larceny because I'm not sure what it means, but it sounds cool. <laughs> larceny. What is larceny?
2: I, I'm in, very interested in um, larceny is when you like it's similar to embezzlement I believe oh, don't okay. quote me on it's that it's not I'm that not one sure. then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds
3: cooler than it is sounds yeah. cooler than it is
2: so I grew up um, just a few blocks away from John Wayne Gacy's house and I'm not that old so he was not killing people when like I think his last crime was committed like when I was like just before I was born or something like that. Um, But we used to ride our bicycles past his house and they had torn down his house, but so it was an empty lot by the time I was old enough to ride bicycles. But um, we used to, we weren't allowed to cross the busy streets and it was across a busy street. So we would break the rules and we would ride across the busy street and ride our bikes past our house and freak out (laughs) um, because it was John Wayne Gacy's house. Uh, So I just doxed where I grew up. Um, It was like, Less than a mile from John Wayne Gacy's house. Yeah,
0: I, I grew up in John Wayne Gacy's basement, so we have a little bit of a different
2: Ooh, you know, story. That's so, kind of scary because yeah, he always takes it too far. Well, <laughs> John Wayne Gacy didn't actually have a ba- actually,
1: actually,
0: actually, there was a crawl
2: wow, space, got, <laughs> a right. crawl space in yeah. And,
0: well, I didn't and say Comet
1: was I, didn't have a I, I was either, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which leads us actually to another question I saw in chat. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Unless anybody else had a favorite crime they wanted to get to. Yeah,
2: I want to hear what Jess and Abby have to say about their. Yeah, okay, favorite well,
0: crime. will we'll come back
2: to this one. Is this like my favorite, favorite crime. crime to commit, or no, like your <sighs> not not necessarily favorite, but one that piqued your interest. That you know.
0: What if we say favorite true crime story?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's better. Favorite. So, true I don't crime know story. anything about it, but I need to. Learn because when you Google my name, Abby Libby, you come up with the Delphi murders.
0: I noticed that.
2: I'm gonna do an episode on that. We I mentioned it. it on Crimeland a couple of times because right. they had just found the guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's obviously innocent because he's not been proven guilty in a court of law yet. But I th- think I decided to wait until we know more. Uh, all we have is like the arrest affidavit right now, and it's not a lot in there. So I don't know if he's gonna be found guilty. We'll see. But my best friend and subsequently my goddaughter live very close to where that happened. And my goddaughter got daughters the same age as the kids were, um, the, the Gabby and Libby who were murdered. So it really kind of hit me right here because I mean, they're less, they're like 10 miles from there or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you have a favorite true crime? Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Do you have a favorite true crime, Jess?
3: Um well since I used to be the cactus on Ted Cruz's podcast I'd say the Zodiac Killer is probably my favorite.
0: <laughs> I was going to say the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Yeah. You got you got to, you got Wait, to be on to- the Zodiac Killer's podcast. That's pretty right, cool. Right,
1: exactly. I have to change mine. Want to change mine. <laughs> it's the it's the Murda murdoch oh uh, yeah because it's got so much like murder and financial crimes i would i would
0: say if if since i don't want to copy jess because i think the movie zodiac was what piqued my interest in the first place i thought that movie was really good um i will say uh, it's known as the boys on the track which is basically where Mm, that's uh, two kids were killed by i believe uh, the drug smuggling Uh, That was going on in Bill Clinton's home state and he helped cover it up. So if I had to pick one, that's kind of crossover between conspiracy and murder, I would say the boys on the track. uh, We should
2: cover that together.
0: Yeah, we should. It's, it's basically Bill Clinton's first like real bad crime
2: that that we know of,
0: that we know of, (laughs) Uh, which leads us into favorite conspiracy theory. I lost the the chat, but someone asked it. So favorite conspiracy (laughs) theory. Jesse, I' love- you go first. Oh no, nope, Abby! No, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was just picking it, Rand. Uh, I'm having too much fun. Abby's never going to do a podcast with me again.
3: Uh, the uh, the hadron colliders are up- opening a portal to hell. Like that's right. That's got me.
0: <clears throat> All right, Abby. Now it's your turn. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like such a jerk right now. I really didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead.
3: I love
1: ancient technology stuff. Yeah. And the relationship between that and and demons and gods and like the pantheons and the whole concept of like the Book of Enoch talks about angels coming down and teaching humans forbidden technology and in knowledge, and it's just the whole relationship of it is really fun, kind
0: yeah, that stuff is super fascinating it's It's one area of of research that I want to delve deeper into.
2: Mm.
0: what about you, Katie? <sighs>
2: see i always have trouble with these kind of questions because in my head it's the one that i've heard about most recently (laughs) like you know but if i'm looking back in time i'll tell you both i was always really interested in the jfk stuff but that's not even really like a conspiracy anymore so does that even count i'm not sure um but like growing up that was something like that jfk movie came out when i was in high school i think i'm Really, a lot older than you. I'm <laughs> really old.
1: <laughs> I think we we have we struggle with the word conspiracy a little bit because mm-hmm. it's it's kind of changed meaning so much. But for for me, it's just anything that exists kind of outside the realm of accepted knowledge. Like even if something has been proven, there are things that people still don't like to look at, yeah. or admit. And a lot, most of the normies will still not believe that the CIA killed JFK or
2: something yeah, the like boomers that. Boomers so. will never admit it. Right, right. So, So like, the one that that I heard about most recently is that the reason why we invaded Iraq is because they have Nephilim DNA. Okay, that we're going.
0: Okay, hold on, (laughs) we're doing this (laughs) soon. Hold on, Katie, this is so weird because that is you are the third person to bring that up in the last twenty four hours to me, (laughs) and I have been researching the Book of Enoch and Nephilim, and I keep thinking, what's my angle and People just all of a sudden started sending me stuff about the uh, CIA's admitting essentially (laughs) to looking for the tomb of Gilgamesh in Iraq. And now I'm like, okay, this has to be the next thing we cover because it's just too... It's I just, mean, it's, it, it seems like, divi- like divine providence, like people us keep war. bringing this up to me.
2: I could see us going to war for less than that. So right. it really would make sense if that's what happened. It's not the oil. We weren't even interested in We have oil here. They didn't it's need not like that took oil. The
0: oil. Like That's the thing that always gets me. It's not like we took the we oil.
2: We burned the oil, didn't we?
0: Right. So like <laughs> I, I know people get mad at me as a conspiracy theorist. I don't think we invaded Iraq for oil because I'm like, no. we, we didn't it's take it. We don't own DNA. it. <laughs> It makes more sense than the oil thing. I know everybody wants to say that because of, you know, but it just, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I guess you can make the, there is the, why well, can't I think of it? The Halliburton connection. So there is like some mm-hmm. truth to that. My point is, I think that there's something more. And like that one keeps, keeps coming up. When so. you're doing
2: that show. And if you need, you know, a guest on for the rumble portion or whatever, just let me know. Yeah, that, that <laughs> I'm would really fun. into that.
0: That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know so, what my favorite. Is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: This week for
1: Conspiracy Pill, just a, a Fun heads up. PJ and I decided we were both going to read the book of Enoch and then decide which angle we were going to take and co-lead it together. Because usually we switch off and one of us leads an episode, the other one leads an episode. Yeah. So we're both. So it sounds like PJ's angles is going to be the Nephilim in Iraq. And I haven't quite figured out mine yet.
0: Yeah. The book of Enoch keeps coming up everywhere I look. And it's one that I've avoided for a long time for certain reasons. And I'm just like, I finally have to read it. So I bought this uh, really long it's the book, it's the three books of Enoch plus like extensive commentary, and it's been very interesting so far. So I'll let you guys know what I think about it. Um I, I have a question from Frankie I want to get to, but the the favorite conspiracy is so hard for me. Cause again, I've said, I said this earlier, favorites is the worst question to ever ask me. I I just don't have a, a list of favorites. If you ask me my favorite movies and I'm a movie nerd, that would be almost impossible for me. Uh so uh, like lately, everything. lately the blue beam stuff has been interesting, but I wouldn't say that's my favorite conspiracy theory. It's just like the one I think is, is really important to talk about right now. So, gosh, I really don't know. I, I literally can't like even think of one to say just favorite. Name
2: theory. any conspiracy. Any you conspiracy. literally have a show about it.
1: <laughs> I I, I will say <laughs> I the know. one PJ gets Brilliant. the, most unhing- <laughs> no, the one he gets fun. most unhinged about, and doesn't even notice he's getting unhinged about. <laughs> Is the Podesta spirit cooking like that whole realm of stuff? Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll say, I'll say that stuff because I think it's really, really true. And I think it's really, really obvious. So stuff like that really gets me because it's in your face. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to Marina Abramovich, like literally creating like these fake bodies for celebrities to eat and take pictures of them eating bodies. And they like literally do seances and draw on the walls with blood and semen, like they just tell you they do it. Like it was in the Podesta emails that Hillary Clinton and John Podesta do satanic rituals. And everybody's like, "Yeah, but you know, Trump one time said something nasty about Rosie O'Donnell." So, that, well, yeah, that stuff really gets Rosie to Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, well, everybody hates Rosie. Can we <laughs> just admit like, that. Like, nobody likes her. What was she in that was good? Harriet the Spy? I haven't seen that movie since I was like 5. It was a good anyway, movie
1: though. How dare you.
0: Yeah, but she wasn't good in. I don't I just don't like Rosie. Uh, she just annoys me. Um, but here's one from Frankie that I want to get to. It says, what do you think will be the next conspiracy to come true? I I, I think we said it earlier. I think that they're going to fake alien invasions. I, I think that when you see Russia saying, hey, we shot down an, a, a UFO, that we're going to see this a lot more. I don't know if it'll be proven true anytime soon, though. So maybe that's not the best answer, but um, and there's a lot of them that are coming true all the time. So I think the Tate stuff. I think the Tate stuff is going to be proven true really quickly because we already saw some of the stuff come out. But what what I'm saying is the other wiretap. If the other wiretap is real, which is him admitting to the trafficking of people, since the since the other ones we were told were probably fake did end up being real, where he admitted to rape, maybe that's the next one to come true. That we actually get them to release the the wiretaps of him saying that he trafficked people. So. I don't It'll know. be Those whatever will be my you answers. talked
3: about on conspiracy. Whatever
0: we next? talk about next. We'll find That's out right. the tomb of Gilgamesh is real. There we yeah, go. Yep.
3: It'll be Nephilim.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you guys think though? Do you have a conspiracy that will come true? I mean, they all will, but like what, what's next? Right.
2: I mean, I haven't watched Alex Jones lately, but I think we could probably just see whatever he's been talking about last. And
0: I'll say this too. I feel like and I've been saying this for weeks, and it's just such a gut feeling to me. I think that this whole died suddenly thing is going to spike massively.
3: Yeah,
0: I really. I, I don't mean to say that to sound like black-pilled or, or like depressed people. I just really think that that is like we're seeing the beginning of of that phenomenon become much much worse. So
1: it's really really scary to watch. And I don't want to
0: say that. I don't want it to be true.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. We I'm hopeful. All yeah. I'm hopeful that it's just people who have had multiple. Like who have continued to get the re it in their system. The people
0: who have really delved into this, a lot of scientists, even the guy that um worked for Pfizer that helped create the, the thing, he even said that it really doesn't work with one so much that it's the people who are continue to get them. That's why wh- what are people up to now? Four, five now boosters? How many boosters are we at?
2: I think we're at four, aren't we?
0: At I don't know. I haven't awesome. had any of them. So some countries are, are up to five. So if it's taking that many, I I do hope that there are people who, you know got some of the early ones and then dropped off and that like, it's just the continuation of, of putting this poison in your body that that's mm-hmm. going to do it. But yeah. uh, they just, Frankie says they just admitted the safety risk because of the spike it's uh, in strokes. It's already started. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And how about that football player? Don't remember his name because it's sports ball and I don't care. But Hamlin now all of a sudden they're, they're taking the attention away from that and saying, well, it's because football's racist, obviously. That's why.
0: Like, have you seen that.
2: It's like, Damar Hamlin
0: is why we need to talk about how black men are uh, abused in football. In
2: football. Yeah. A game
0: where they beat the it's, shit out of each I other for tell millions you, of dollars.
2: I don't know anything right. about sports ball, but that hit was not that hard. I've seen way worse. <laughs> Worse. Well, it everybody became
0: an expert on cardio, whatever fake syndrome that they were coming up with. Where if you get hit in the chest at the exact right moment, your heart and, stops.
2: You know what? Though I've I have heard of that in in crime. It you know, does it's a happen. Real thing.
0: It's a real yeah. thing. Just like everybody all of a sudden in, stuff. Like it became that one's so much more far fetched than a vaccine it's injury. So
2: rare, right? So rare.
0: And now I, with uh, Presley because we were talking about Elvis earlier, his daughter just died and Snopes put out an article right away saying, we have no idea how she died, but it was definitely absolutely not the COVID vaccine. And it was (laughs) so funny because then someone in my comments wrote, well, didn't she have a pacemaker? I'm like, maybe she did, but Snopes didn't even go that far. They just said, shut up. Like Mm -hmm. the article was so bad from Snopes. I'm I'm not even saying that's what I think happened to her. I'm just saying like the fact that they're instantly jumping down on, we don't know, but it's definitely not. This is so insane to me.
3: That yeah. tells you that's I, exactly
0: what it is. Right. It makes me think it more than if it right. was just like, well, we don't know.
1: And we have to have this conversation. I I think that there is a way that conservatives can make ourselves look really really bad, and I saw it on the night of Damar Hamlin when I mean this is a young man who is, by all accounts, a really kind person, a really good you know good guy um goes down on the field and he's actively fighting for his life. No one knows if he's going to survive. Everyone like watched it live. Like this is just one of those moments where everybody's really traumatized and then you have all these conservatives coming out and kind of dunking on it like ha ha see we were right about the vaccine. And it's like there is a time and a place and I was happy to start talking about it the minute you know a couple days had passed and we knew he was going to be okay. We had like a reason to believe. I don't know. It that that one made me kind of upset. But I do think it was probably from the vaccine and we need to talk about it.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a way that you can come off looking kind of callous. And it's it's difficult. It's like on one hand, everybody has been asking for our vaccination status everywhere we go for years. So, But I don't think we need to become as vicious towards human beings right. as we yeah. were treated uh, during COVID. Um, here's another one for you, by the way. <laughs> Is Elon Musk the Antichrist?
1: I mean, he openly... <laughs> worships baphomet right like openly
0: that's what's crazy to me right is like i could see this guy as an agent of chaos who's doing some good but the fact that there's so many christians praising elon musk while he like literally wears the satanic warrior outfit in his profile picture is disturbing and i will say this i don't think he's the antichrist but what i do recognize going on right now that concerns me is the absolute need that people have not me or us, but like many people have this absolute need for a human Messiah. Mm -hmm. And it's been true since 2016. It's been like people, a lot of people treated Trump like he was an actual Messiah. People treated Elon that way, people treated Kanye that way. And it's concerning, uh, and Andrew Tate that way, it's concerning to me that people are so looking for a human Messiah figure who's absolutely perfect. That if they believe that that person is their Messiah figure, literally or just figuratively in their head they will defend everything that person does no matter what and that is a mm-hmm. concerning trend to me so i don't think he's the antichrist but i do see uh, i do see the possibility of someone coming up and being that person for a large group of people so
3: well and he could be upon it at play because he's into the neural link and everything mm-hmm. um, so he could be one of the people setting the stage for whoever that is to come and it's really sad because you're right, people are looking for that Messiah figure. They're looking for someone to look up to because they're not looking to God. Our society is so morally bankrupt that they keep looking to one another to hold them up when they should be looking somewhere else.
0: Yeah, and that is exactly it, too. Is, is I've seen it. Not just amongst you know atheists and and uh, secularists, but I've seen amongst Christians where they're really looking for a human Messiah, and that is extremely concerning to me. And you're That's right; a, we've we've just abandoned God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of a human Messiah, we keep looking for a human Antichrist, and I am not convinced that the Bible says we're going to get a human Antichrist.
0: Here's like, Abby's unhinged takes. I'm ready for it. I, no, I mean, I'm just joking
1: do we act besides the left behind books, like from the, if you had just read the Bible, you hadn't read the left behind yeah. books, would you assume that the Antichrist was going to be yeah. human?
0: It's interesting because I have just also, besides starting a uh, research into the book of Enoch, I've started to like really dive into revelation again, because there, all these questions are being asked of us. I think everybody feels that there's something really bad about the world we live in and something really bad on the horizon. So like all these questions are obviously being asked and that's that's a, a, a you brought that up to me was it yesterday Abby and now it's it's got me thinking so Were you going to say something Katie I thought I didn't mean to cut you off you were
2: Oh no 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 I just I agree
0: Yeah <laughs> It's concerning times we live in for real so Uh I did see a question
2: earlier from News Now enemy that's asking about our least favorite types of crime. So not a specific crime, but your least favorite type. And I'll add to that: what's your what's your favorite type and what's your least favorite type?
0: <laughs> My favorite type is kleptomaniacs just stealing little useless Trin- things trinkets. from Walmart <laughs> trinkets from Walmart. My least favorite is uh, human trafficking. I guess. I mean, is there anything worse?
2: Yeah,
1: Abby. I don't
0: know.
1: Um. Yeah, my my least favorite is human trafficking. I mean, and anything to do with children and rape and adults and rape and all of I that. Think, yeah, agree. Um, my favorite is forgery. Forgers <laughs> are because in order to be a good forger, you have to be such an incredible artist. Mm. Like it takes such incredible skill but but you choose instead of making your own art to copy the masters which in some ways makes you the best artist on the planet somebody who is alive right now who can copy monet perfectly is the best artist on the planet
2: there's a netflix documentary about the art forgery that's very good and i wish i could recall the name of it off the top of my head but when i find it i'll send it to you abby if you haven't seen it already it's a very good sounds perfect
0: can i change my answer really quick uh, in, no. <laughs> in, in Michigan, it became illegal, or no, in Indiana, it became illegal to drive in the passing lane unless you're passing. So that's my that's least
2: favorite, <laughs> favorite that's crime. My
0: least, that's my least favorite crime. People who drive in the fast lane slow. So oh. you are, you are up, there with, you are up with there with me. Epstein. <laughs>
2: yeah. that in Bicyclists.
1: <laughs> also, Cody, yes, weird. I have. I have seen the show, Right Caller. How about you, Jess? What is that? It's, that is a great show about forgeries and uh, white-collar oh, crimes, okay. basically. Um, a- Anything you can imagine. The premise is that this incredibly great criminal has been pulled out of prison to help advise this white-collar task force to help them catch bad guys. <laughs> That's great.
0: What's What's yours, Jess?
3: Okay, so my favorite crime has to be poisoning, because I'm very interested mm. in chemistry. Because you're but, a woman.
0: but, but Wow, well, that is the female no, no, no. crime.
3: Listen, it is and <laughs> getting away with it, because you really <laughs> have to know how the chemical interacts with the body in order to get away with it, so it won't be picked up on a drug screen.
2: It's very true. So What so you're, you're saying is I need to cover use,
0: my drinks around. Yeah,
3: here. you can't just go
2: around and using antifreeze anymore. They test
3: That's, for that now. Right. <laughs> yeah, they test for that kind of stuff. Wait, I my,
0: saw my, one... Oh,
1: you- what was it? TikTok of somebody who was like just insert insulin under their tongue because no one. Was okay, so their tongue
2: for,
3: <laughs> for a, a puncture hole. There's this book called "The Taste of Poison" that I'm gonna do with Katie Z here in about two weeks, I and the first that. case we're gonna <laughs> talk about is using insulin as a poison in crime. Yeah, very
0: exciting. I'm also changing my answer of favorite crime to tying your alligator to a fire hydrant in Detroit. That is illegal. (laughs) Uh, It's not a joke. That's really illegal. Uh, What's your favorite?
2: My my um least favorite type of crime is any sort of sexual assault or rape or anything like that, Uh, for obvious reasons. Um, And I mean murder too. But I almost think like especially when it involves kids that. The sex stuff is just really my least favorite, and I do talk about it sometimes on my channel. But just so people are know what's happening, you know,
0: Um, it's so it's so interesting about all of our channels too. Is like we try to make people laugh and be entertaining and stuff like that. Yet we necessarily have to go to some dark places. yeah.
2: Yeah, like the the last one that I did about that that girl that was assaulted at that mcdonald's is was very difficult to talk about but i really felt i needed to cover it so people knew right um but my most favorite is any sort of caper anything that involves a caper i'm into like art like anything that's like involved like where there's a plan and like art theft or like there's been some like brinks truck robberies that is just very like the italian
3: job
0: are, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure it's not living in a Toys R Us for a year?
2: That was a caper. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> that was definitely a caper. Um, yeah, I. I that that was a that was a very good crime and i do like to find stuff to cover that nobody dies because most of the time on my channel um by the way hit that subscribe button but most of the time somebody dies but when i can find a case that's interesting enough to cover where nobody dies and nobody is assaulted it's a good day so i like the capers the robberies those sort of stuff
0: yeah i saw this comment here too it says like the poison dart gun the fbi had did you guys know about this (laughs) But that's a real thing. It was like a it was like an ice pellet. And if it broke the skin, it was full of poison. So it wouldn't even leave much of a mark. And there was no like traceable thing. The FBI admitted to having the heart attack guns right. what they call Of it, course I
2: think. they do. That's fun.
0: People think that's how Andrew Breit, uh, Andrew Breitbart died. But I, I don't know. I bet that's
2: been used mm-hmm. in some capers.
0: I bet it's been used <laughs> in some capers and Katie Dead would be all about that. Yeah. Do we how much longer do we want to go? Do we want to get to any more questions? I don't want to keep you guys here all night.
2: I'm, I'm good. Curious. It's Friday night. I'm curious <laughs> All
1: right. about this
2: one.
1: Because I, Frankie, I saw you tweet about this earlier and I was really interested. Have you guys been hearing everything about the Vatican, about Pope Benedict going to expose everything and then coincidentally he dies? Another cardinal just died, Cardinal Yeah, I was
0: about to say the cardinal died too and he wrote um, something before he died to be released when he died, right?
1: Uh, What is it? A death switch?
0: Is that kind of like Mc- McAfee, uh, mcafee 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 had promised yet it didn't deliver on which makes me think that the reason they killed him is they were able to get into his computer and stop that or something well, I don't know.
1: his his apartment building collapsed oh that's the right. part where he was living
0: i forgot about that that's how they that's how they dealt with it literally like a quarter of an apartment building collapsed in florida just out of nowhere yeah that, how convenient exactly well, also, do you guys remember that um, AT&T building? What did that... Didn't that have to do with one of these? Oops, sorry. I, Does anybody remember that? The the guy with the bomb? Or, is it, or was that... Mecha- there's, there's two cases something. There was the apartment building that collapsed in Florida, I think. Uh-huh. And then in Tennessee, in Nashville, there was that uh-huh. truck bomb that went off. Remember that? And I don't remember what like conspiracy it. that had to deal with, but there was something going to be leaked or some information... They got destroyed because some guy set a truck bomb in front of the AT&T building and then sirens started going off saying, back away, this thing's going to explode. And then it blew up and took out like a certain, kind of reminds me of a certain $2.3 trillion missing out of the Pentagon. It's like there's an MO to this stuff. It just keeps happening. You know what I'm talking about?
1: I I have such a vague memory that I can't really comment. (laughs)
0: And I wasn't uh, just kidding. <laughs> Waffle Soldier. Yeah. Waffle Soldier says uh AT&T building, in, I think it was in 2020. Hmm. But yeah, no, I was just saying it just reminds me of the Pentagon. Like the day before nine eleven, the Pentagon admitted to losing two point three trillion dollars. Then the Pentagon gets hit in the section where they're doing the accounting, and it's never been that that two point three trillion right. is just gone.
1: Just and gone. at the same time in World Trade Center seven, they were Investigating massive Wall Street crimes, and that went down too. Like, right.
3: Oh. How convenient.
0: Yeah. Let's.
1: Yeah. yeah. Let's just. Three steel frame buildings have fallen, in the in- history of ever, without help, <laughs> and they all fell on the same day. And one fire. of them wasn't
0: even struck by a plane. Yeah, right. yeah.
3: Yeah. Because, did you know, jet fuel melts steel beams? But not passports.
0: But, but not, passports. not passports. You know, my favorite part of that whole thing was, though, it was actually the, the plane that went down in Pennsylvania. Because there's no crash site. There's no debris. But they found a bandana. Yeah. Do you guys know that? Yeah, they found yeah. a red bandana that was not singed or burnt.
2: And they knew it belonged to a specific person, too.
0: They did. Yeah, there's like hair or something. And there's like a few other effects. So there's like a bandana, a purse, a wallet, something like that. Yet there was no wing, engine, hull. None of the plane survived. But you know, completely
2: disintegrated. That's the same thing with the the one in Washington, DC, right? The Pentagon
0: plane. Oh oh, yeah, while you were gone, we were saying the the Pentagon.
2: Sorry. (laughs) No one ever saw a plane. There's
1: no footage. And the FBI were the first on the scene.
0: Also, the hole is perfectly round. <laughs> doesn't yeah. count for wings or any... Yeah. that yeah. The whole 9-11 stuff was crazy. I was one of those people that just thought the 9-11 truthers were crazy for a long time. I think that the whole 9-11 too. thing... I would say the 9-11 thing is what really woke me up to a lot of the conspiracy stuff because it was... Uh, I don't know what year it was. It was probably just out of high school. Someone shared with me on Facebook a video, like a five-minute video explaining all the weird stuff about 9-11. And as soon as I watched it, I was like, Oh, those people who are saying jet fuel, fuel can't melt steel beams aren't nuts.
3: Right. Okay, that so that's
0: a, a good question.
2: That. So what was your conspiracy, Abby, that that turned you to looking into things? Because I know what mine was.
1: <laughs> I will say mine is a little bit different because mine is, like I described earlier, something that made me look at the edges of reality, look at things that people don't like to talk about. And it's because I grew up in Africa. I spent three years in Africa as a little girl and we were surrounded by witch doctors and and all of this animism and demonic stuff so I just from a really young age I was like yeah there are things in this world that aren't particularly explicable and mm-hmm. so my mind just allowed those things and so whenever I heard about a conspiracy it was pretty easy to ask questions about it because I already had those pathways
3: alright how about you Jess um
2: If you
1: have one.
3: uh, Well, I guess the first inkling I had was when I really got into the sciences and I started Mm -hmm. to see how people were so easily manipulated into falsifying data, into changing things so they could get the grant or whatever it was. Um, And that really woke me up to the fact, okay, maybe not everybody's really that trustworthy. Because I'll be honest, I was pretty trusting throughout most of my young life. Uh, I was surrounded by really good people. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to a really good church and it was only when I went out into the world and got a job and all of that, that I saw, oh, you know, things aren't really as they seem. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mine was for sure the moon landing. Like when I started to look into those Russian astronauts that they were taken out of photos and then those three astronauts that we blew up for some reason, because they were going to come out with the truth and like... When I started looking at the heavens for the moon landing, I'm like, something's not right here, you know. So I think up until then, I just sort of believed what the media was telling me, you know. Yeah. Like a norm, like a normie would be. Like I was a normie before that. I
0: think. Every, I think every every conspiracy theorist has that mm-hmm. moment where it's just like yeah. one of the things just does just falls apart, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's true. Like you know, even. Well, I won't get into it. But yeah, I mean, everybody has one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to go into a different route. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like the moon landing stuff was, was another one for me. It was, it was that and 9-11 that first really, like, I just, yeah. I always thought people that questioned them were crazy. That
2: and I passport, started looking into it and I was like, oh, passport you know definitely. what it
0: was for me besides the passport, besides 9-11? It was when the NASA scientists came out and said, oh, we don't have any way to get back to the moon today. Like, that's to me. I was right? like, okay, they're lying yeah. about something they're definitely lying about something like, like something you got to the moon
2: with on. what the, the the technology that i have right here in this phone
0: oh that's but way more advanced than what like, they had.
3: yeah that's like, way more seriously
0: yeah yeah Come on. yeah and it's it's weird like they're talking about wanting to go to mars and they have all these projections and computers and they, they can't run a computer model to figure out how to go to the moon again i thought that was like all right somebody's lying about something yeah. so yep uh Really quick, before we end this, I want to get uh, a little update what, what people can expect uh, for the next month. Maybe preview some stuff that we're going to be talking about or some ideas that we've got uh, going that on. requires
2: with- planning, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> you think I plan stuff?
0: Well, no, I mean, we just like you to in weeks. general. Yeah, weeks. no, we don't plan. <laughs> That's th- There it is. That's the end of that. I just wanted to let you guys, I want to bring up the question so we could say, by the way, we just it's all by the seat of our pants, like all of this. So. <laughs> We'll start with, we'll start what with Jess, though, fun. because Jess put out a really great uh, 12 books to read over yeah. 2023, and I thought that that was really great. My sister actually said that she's read, either read every book on that list or it's in her wish list. So she said that she's going to love your your show just based on that.
2: Plus, oh, Jess awesome. seems like the planner of, all, of the book. She
3: is. <laughs> she's, she's I'm a teacher. I live my life by planning. If I don't plan, I don't even wake up in the morning. I'll forget to, you know. I don't know. Um, but I do have a plan <laughs> because next week Abby's coming on my show, and we're going to talk about the postmodern Pilgrim's Progress by Kyle Mann and Joel Berry of the Babylon Bee. I am so excited! That book is so good. It's real grass. I love it. I can't wait. It's real for it. grass. Yep, it is real grass.
0: <laughs> I feel like an old person because I have no idea what that means. So real grass. C.S. Lewis's
3: no.
1: Okay. C.S. Lewis wrote a book called The Great Divorce where I love that book. a bunch of people from hell get to walk into heaven or at least the outskirts of heaven and get to change their minds or decide because the whole premise is like no one is sent to hell. You choose hell. right? Um, and, and so it's a book to talk through why people would even walk into heaven and then turn around and go back to hell. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And one of the features of this walk is that the grass is so real compared to the humans who are walking on it, that it hurts their feet and they have to walk on this grass to become more real. Like they have to harden as they go into heaven. And so it was that way with this book. It's so real it's painful and it's not just painful because it has sad things in it it's painful because it's so vivid and potent and it's it's a really powerful
0: book i feel really dumb right now because i almost brought up the great divorce is one of my favorite books of all time and now that you said it, i'm like i remember that part i just didn't get the reference i thought you were i thought it was just some new thing that people are saying that i missed so the, it, it is the, we're yeah, gonna make it a thing <laughs> Real Grass was great. What about you, Katie Zed? What's your what's well, I know you've got some interesting stuff coming
2: up. I do. Um, first of all, I want to bring up the fact that only one of you, one of you has subscribed since we started the stream. I know there's more people <laughs> in this chat right here that aren't subscribed because I don't see you over there. So yeah, since, one since of you
3: Katie's pushing her subscribers. I'm gonna push you guys too. I need 25 people to go over to Rumble uh, <laughs> so I can live stream there.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm gonna drop Katie Zed's. I was uh, going
2: to say, could somebody please drop my link well, also, while I tell you, you what's going to be happening?
0: Yeah, we, we've we been now, gaining more Rumble followers than YouTube followers, which is great because that was our plan. So I know a lot of you guys are on Rumble, so definitely uh, go follow uh, Lit. I'm going to drop that too.
2: If you, person who's listening to me right now, who's watching me, if you are not a true crime fan, you know somebody who is, they're most likely a middle-aged woman like me. <laughs> Um, or a guy I have a lot of guys subscribe I'm not gonna lie I have like 75% guys subscribe my channel because my takes are um, not your normal true crime takes let's just put it that way Um, but what I have coming up is coming up is Stephen McDaniel on Sunday two days from now so Stephen McDaniel Macon Georgia he killed a, a guy that he was or a girl that he was stalking very creepy dude and we're gonna do a deep dive in him. And then the week after that, we have Justin Coleman, who in the late 90s actually murdered a person. And I'm having him on my show and interviewing him. So it should be very interesting. He's a he's not... A lifelong criminal. This is something that happened when he was a teenager and he served his time and he he's out now. But I'm going to interview him and it's going to be a great interview. And then I think we're going to get back into the Kim Kardashian stuff. Maybe hey. a little Julius Jones. Nice. Little like I know you guys I, like that stuff. <laughs>
0: and- I will say we actually have verifiable proof that Stephen McDaniel is a creep. And it's just the thumbnail. <laughs> he's got,
2: he's got troll hair. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, how could you oh. not want to watch that? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe a little Julius Jones. There's, there's several Kim Kardashian trying to get murders out of prisons uh, that we're going to cover on my channel coming up after that. So. Nice. freaking subscribe. What are you doing? Why are you still here? Go subscribe right now, please,
1: please. And then Abby,
0: what's what's your stupid show about, and why should people watch that?
1: Yeah, my stupid show with my stupid co-host is called Conspiracy Pill with this idiot. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so mean. With a Nazi haircut. Yeah, with this Nazi haircut co-host PJ. PJ Williams. Anyway, so we cover conspiracies and and anything, like I said, on the edges of of accepted reality. And this week we're working on Enoch. And we always keep it in flux because something's always happening. And so we kind of just decide week to week. Do we need to cover something that's currently breaking or do we get to dive into an older conspiracy? But one of the focuses is to do all the foundational stuff as soon as possible. So we're trying to get to the Nephilim and ancient tech and some of those Things that we haven't done yet. What are some other foundational things we need to do, PJ?
0: So yeah, we have a huge list, and honestly, I appreciate every time that somebody sends me a, a video or an idea. We, we're at like literally our list is super long, so we're trying to get to all of it. So if we don't get to yours right away, it's not because we're not listening. I appreciate all of it. Um, we want to get to some John Keel stuff we've been talking about. We want to talk about Mothman. There's a certain I'm not going to say it because we have a ti- we have a title for an episode coming up that is going to be amazing. And I cannot wait for that one. That's also related to John Keel. Uh, We've had requests about the Philadelphia Experiment. We've had requests to cover Montauk Project stuff. Uh, I really want to get into the Taylor Swift conspiracy at some point. So there's that. Enoch stuff, Tomb of Gilgamesh. It is a never-ending list of things that we want to get into. So there's... Those are some things that are on my horizon right now. And I'll say this too. I have had an episode in the wing for a, a month, two months, about the CIA, and this is documented, literally using a man, a demon possessed man, to remote view spy on the Russians. It's nuts, and I can't wait to get to it. <laughs> so, if that all doesn't interest you, then I don't know if you have a pulse because there's some crazy interesting stuff there. Um, I the will Moth say this: Mothman
2: story. Every time I hear anything yes. about it, really creeps me out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <Just> the, <laughs> the mothman stuff. Put that
2: out there, we got to do Mothman. We got to do.
1: Wendigos. I am I really yeah, want to talk Wendigo. about Wendigos and Skinwalkers mm. and, uh, but we have to get into the JFK files too. That just dropped and I haven't even looked at it because I have so many conspiracies to look at.
0: Uh, I see this coming. Can you play that axe or does it hang on the wall? I've pulled it out a few times. I've pulled out different bases at different times I've when we get to the Rumbles section.
2: Yeah,
0: so maybe one of these times I'll he actually get it all too. figured out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've seen um it. <laughs> yeah, some uh some weird owl too. It's really fun. Uh yeah, so I'll say this too for Hawkhound. We appreciate you guys being here. This was kind of a an idea that we had to do uh the dog pile. We didn't really know how it was gonna be or what was it was gonna be like. I've had so much fun doing this that I'm gonna be looking forward to this every month. So the dog pile is gonna be a monthly thing. We have a lot of other th- stuff in the works. Obviously, we got the new Merch shop up. We are working on some crossover content that I'm very excited for. So not only are you going to get content, um, Hawk Hound YouTube is not just going to be here is a place where we amalgamate all of these different things, which is part of what it is because we're all you know, working together, promoting each other, all of that good stuff. But we're going to actually be creating original content that way as well. And I'm so excited to be working with Jess and Abby and Katie Zed and growing this. This has been um, a week where I've spent an insane amount of time behind the scenes working on stuff so that way we have some really good stuff for you guys so uh really 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 appreciate you guys being here really looking forward to 2023 and all of this i got that right this time i didn't say 2022. <laughs> <laughs> really looking forward to all the stuff that we're going to do with Hawkhound. we're calling it the year of the hawk hound so uh really appreciate you guys being here did you guys have anything else you want to say before we take off did i miss anybody
2: no i think you got everything I think we're good. I, I have to say, I knew it was all going to work out, even though we didn't have that much of a plan going into this, because yeah. when the four of us get together just for <laughs> just to talk or whatever, it goes for hours and I lose. <laughs> so, so I knew <laughs> it'd be good. <laughs> I knew it'd be good.
0: True. Right. All right. Well, you guys have a great night. Katie's that will be back next on Sunday lit on Tuesday. Conspiracy pilled on Wednesday. We see you guys all there. Have a great night and God bless everyone.
2: Bye guys.
3: Bye. Bye. Bye.